the Blaze Radio Network. On demand, Pat Gray is here. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, that's me. Uh, Beginning of the week. Finally. I, I frankly, I thought the weekend would never end. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your calls. What a weekend for uh, football! It is another great one, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Green Bay Packers lost their uh, Hall of Fame to be quarterback for the season. Mm. Uh, the Brigham Young <laughs> University Cougars lost their sixth game of the year against one mm. win. That was a tough one, though, against Portland State. So they came through in that in that particular uh, slug fest. <laughs> uh, for uh, producer Keith, uh, huh. the Falcons lost. They the uh, Cornhuskers lost. For uh, Jeffy, uh, the Missouri Tigers got crushed. Uh, so it's just um, it's really a hideous, hideous, hideous football season. Hideous, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Would have been nice if we could have skipped the whole thing. Skip football altogether. You know what? Really Damn it, sad. all this kneeling. Let's just boycott football. What do you say? Just not play it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's really sad because I was looking forward to this season like I've never looked forward to a season before. I mean, I thought this was going to be a phenomenal year for all my teams and mm. uh, not so much. You need to learn uh, from a Falcons fan, never have expectations for your teams. Yeah. Ever. That's hard because, you, you know, hope runs eternal. It just springs eternal in in with me and football just every year you think okay this is the one Mm. this is the one Mm -hmm. nope not so much yeah i don't know that feeling not so much uh also the harvey weinstein situation is really uh pretty ugly a fifth woman has come forward to claim that weinstein didn't just sexually assault her he raped her british actress lysette anthony told police that Harvey Weinstein raped her. 54-year-old actress currently appears in a British soap opera called Hollyoaks. Told Metropolitan Police last week that she had originally met Weinstein in New York and agreed to meet him later at a rented house in London. That was her first mistake. The next thing I knew, he was half undressed and he grabbed me. It was the last thing I expected and I fled but he apparently went after her, pushed a. He, wow. Uh, then it's uh, it's fairly graphic. Slammed her up against a coat rack and forced himself on her, and she says that she finally gave up. And so uh, that's woman number five claiming rape. Ugh. Really ugly. It's, I mean, it's a really ugly situation. He claims that every encounter he's had has been consensual. Look at him. That's just not possible. That's <laughs> just uh, its hard to believe. Meanwhile, though, after a week where Saturday Night Live didn't even mention the Weinstein situation and all these websites were, were saying, why didn't SNL even mention this? When people did mention it, now they're in trouble for it. Um, Al Michaels 
during the uh, New York Giants game, mentioned Harvey Weinstein. How dare he? And I mean, listen to how innocuous this is. It's just, this is totally harmless. And that is knocked down by Bradley Roby. I mean, let's face it, the Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) And they're up by 14 points. I mean, that is, that is completely harmless. Stop it. It's an analogy that people can... Yeah, it's a worse week than Harvey Weinstein, and they're still up by 14 points. Really? Is that something you've got to get all up in arms over? Especially when you're saying things like, why didn't Saturday Night Live Live cover this? Well, Al Michaels can't cover it? It's, It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. He didn't say it was okay. He didn't do any of that. And yet, he, you know, I mean, it must have been just a firestorm on Twitter. Because just a little while later, he said this. Back in Denver. Sorry, I made a reference earlier before. Should I be a little flip about uh, somebody obviously very much in the news all over the country and was not meant in that manner. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, my apologies. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll just leave it at that. We'll oh, you can. Right. Yep. Move on. Yep. Yeah, you, can, you can't leave it at that, Al. Sorry. Uh, we're going to we're going to continue to pummel you mm-hmm. until you're forced out of your job. Yeah. You, you can't just apologize. We we don't accept your apology. Uh, that's how it is with the left. They don't care. You can apologize till you're blue in the face. Doesn't matter to them. Does not matter. You've committed the unpardonable sin. How dare you speak? How dare you say something about current events and tie it into your football game? Sorry, no. It's unacceptable. Jeez. Oh, what a society uh, we've built. And Al Michaels is what? 70 years old? 75 years old? 72, I think. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the greatest play-by-play announcers in uh, the history of the sport. Really sad. Easily. Really unfortunate. That's where we are. You've got to have a hall pass if uh, you're not on the right side of the aisle there. I just hate to see it. I just hate to see this. Uh, but that's, like you said, that's where we are. That's what happens. Uh, that's the left in this country. They have just, they've set everything up. And only they can say things about current events. Only they can say awful things about the right. But if the right responds, look out. Heaven forbid. Good indication of that is Dana. Dana Lash, who is, uh, she's just getting all kinds of death threats right now. She obviously is spokesperson for the NRA. And she announced uh, yesterday on Twitter that her family's been forced to move. Horrible. After she received multiple death threats from gun control advocates. Now, these are the people that are all about love and peace and... and um. And, and inclusion, diversity. But she uh, followed the announcement uh, of her family's move by condemning the way politically progressive society has treated not just her, but conservative women in general. In the wake of Weinstein's sexual misconduct allegations, many women are telling their stories of assault on Twitter using the hashtag MeToo. Me too, as in they've had their own Harvey Weinstein type run-in with somebody. Lash used the hashtag to tell her story of how she's being threatened for her views on guns and the Second Amendment. 
Good for her. She tweeted out a picture of a number of filled garbage bags piled up as she prepared to move. Spend my weekend preparing to move due to repeated threats from gun control advocates. Uh, One guy hunted down my private cell phone number, called when police were here, threatened to shoot me in my front yard. Hashtag me too. Another guy created a string of social media accounts, posted photos of my house, threatened to rape me to death. Hashtag me too. Said it just wasn't her who was targeted, but her family as well. Jeez. Another gun control advocate, after threatening to hunt me down and assault me, dragged my kids into it. Hashtag me too. I'm grateful that my kids' school worked with law enforcement and private security to ensure campus safety and work with me. Hashtag me too. She tweeted about the way conservative women in general are treated in society. Uh, and and they are. I mean, apparently it's fine to do this to conservative women. It's it's fine to do this to conservative minorities. It's only a problem if somebody lashes out at the at someone on the left. It's pretty bad when a woman has to take her family and feel so insecure about her family's safety that they have to move. How do you even go about? Hunting down Dana Lash's a private cell phone number. We don't even have that. I, I don't know her private cell And she works here. I, I, don't, I don't even know how you would go about that. Pretty amazing. And if, you're, if you can do that, certainly you can find her where she lives. And you could actually follow through on, on some sort of threat. So, I, I mean, she's not exaggerating this at all. Does the left care? Not one iota. They couldn't care less. Why? Because she's conservative and, and they don't they don't care at all about conservatives. Right, and she has an opinion that happens to be contrary to theirs, which I thought they wanted women to be independent and have their own voice. But they're yeah. obviously they're telling her, no, you're going to sit down and shut up or we're going to do this to you. Well, as long as your own voice sounds exactly like theirs, mm-hmm. then it's fine. <laughs> but if you have a contrary opinion... Yeah, then you, sh- you sit down, you shut up, you keep it to yourself, or we'll beat you with clubs. Yep. Just, it's, it's really frightening. And Dana's been going through this for a while. Now, nobody defends themselves better than Dana Lash, uh, but even she is being forced into something I'm certain she doesn't want to have to do. Moving is uh, one of the worst things in the world. And uh, I'm sure she likes where she was. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been there, been there in the first place. Mm-hmm. But now it seems unsafe. And so she's she's got to pick up and, and uh, move on. Really a pathetic situation. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393 with your calls. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. You know, um, big... Government is at the root of a lot of our problems, and Big Mobile contributes to a lot of big government and the problems we have. You're probably thinking, well, yeah, but Big Mobile's the only affordable option for cell phone service. It's absolutely wrong. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. It's the only conservative cell phone company in America, and a portion of your proceeds, uh, about five, up to 5% of your bill every month, 
goes to uh, fund things like traditional family values, religious freedom, and helps find opportunities for U.S. citizens. And they're taking another big step forward. Unlimited talk, text, and data at better prices than anything you can get from Big Mobile. You get the same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk and text starting at just 20 bucks a month. $20 a month. An incredible price and incredible service. You're going to absolutely love it. So call them today at 888 so it's 1-800-APATRIOT. Or you can visit the website. Just take care of it online. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. Use my name. They'll also waive your activation fee. Okay? PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. Or call 1-800-APATRIOT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Jeez, we're already halfway through October. You know what's interesting about working here is uh, you'll come in in the morning and you never know who you're going to run into in this building. Just uh, walk into the makeup room, as we do every day, to get made up for television. And, uh, you know, like today, there's just uh, uh, Charlie Daniels getting up from the makeup seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, Charlie, how are you? Good to see you. Thanks awesome. for... Uh, Thanks for coming in today. Usually it doesn't happen like in an accounting office, you know, where you're going in and Charlie's just sitting there doing his taxes. That doesn't happen a lot. Not not, not so much. You forget what a weird life we have here. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, that that right there, he wrote the uh, my, the only country song that I absolutely love. Devil Went Down to Georgia. So yeah. very, very cool to see him in the building today. Yeah, it was. And he looks almost exactly the same as he did 40 years ago. I mean, you know, he, but he looked a little bit old and 40 years ago, so he, he hasn't changed much then. Uh-huh. He'll be, what do you say, 81 later this month? 81. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's. Wow. And, and I heard him mention to Glenn, he remembers Pearl Harbor happening. I mean, that's. that's really? really cool. Yeah. So. Jeez, wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's very cool. It's amazing. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Um. October 12th, in a D.C. media panel discussion about coverage of the Trump administration, overseen by moderator and columnist Jim Rutenberg, the New York Times White House correspondent Maggie Haberman and Peter Baker were joined by executive editor Dean Bequette. About half an hour into the conversation, the topic of liberal bias was raised, resulting in categorical denials by the People uh, from the Times. According to Baker, those quick to accuse the Times of bias were simply confusing editorials with news stories. The truth is, like, I understand. I understand the bias question. I get it. I understand. First of all, we have a newspaper whose editorial page happens to be liberal. And therefore, there is a natural assumption. And, and I get what people think. That must therefore automatically bleed into the pages. Yeah, it does, Pumpkin. It does. <laughs> I had a very senior White House official one time, not this administration, tell me you can't tell me that it doesn't affect your opinion. 
what's on the editorial page every day when you write your story. Not only can I tell you that, I can swear on a stack of Bibles I don't read it. Well, you don't have to because you've got your own liberal bias. It doesn't come from the editorial page. It's just silly. All these journalists came from journalism schools, which are all just liberal and progressive mills. They just they just indoctrinate everybody there and spit them out into the system. Baker did concede that personal bias may exist, but he unequivocally denied the existence of bias in reporting. That's just that's pathetic. That's a that's a total lack of awareness of who you are. Wait, now isn't the AP style book? Isn't it just cultured around politically correct terms and uh, how to not offend? Yes. And yeah, uh, yeah. So all of these, uh, all of these journalistic uh, publications have this bias. Uh, he's. They said, I don't read our editorials. No offense to our great editorial writers. I make a point of not reading our editorials. If it were up to me, we wouldn't have editorials because I think it confuses readers into thinking that we are a liberal paper. No, your stories confuse people into thinking that. Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself to be a liberal. And I don't think most people I work with consider themselves. Get out. This is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't hear them express ideological opinions. I hear them express journalistic opinions like, we ought to do this story. This is an important story. This is an important target for scrutiny, an important mission for us. If we're biased, we're biased toward conflict, and that's a reasonable debate to have in our industry, how much we're overly wedded to that. I think we try to play this right down the middle. Try harder. Jeez. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, you might you might think you try to play right down the middle. Take a look at your pathetic newspaper in your columns sometime. That is that's just embarrassing. The lack of awareness there is really, really embarrassing. And, and you know, look at just how they present the the dreamers, the so-called dreamers, as if they're in, in angelic uh heavenly beings that were just happened to grace our nation and they're just the most wonderful people ever to exist in this country and how dare we even consider kicking them out of our country uh, they came here due to no fault of their own they're each and every one of them wonderful exciting vibrant creative people and um they must be allowed to stay that's right down the middle by the way. And yet uh, another sickening crime by an illegal alien, oh. Dreamer, has taken the life of an 18-year-old high school student. Greenville, South Carolina, the body of Diana Martinez-Gonzalez, an 11th grader at Greenville High School, was found in some woods about 300 yards from a roadway near a dam. She was found with a gunshot wound to the head after her friend made a frantic call to police. When they arrived on the scene, they immediately located a male suspect who matched the friend's description. He was taken into custody, later identified 19-year-old Daniel De Jesus Rangel Scherer. Police say the suspect willing, willfully confessed to the murder. Upon further investigation, it was learned that he had already held another victim against her will, but she was able to get away. Suspect was charged with murder, possession of a weapon during a violent crime, and kidnapping. Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE agent 
said the suspect is a Mexican national who was living in the United States illegally, but had been protected from deportation by President Obama's DACA program for illegal minors. That's because they're all, they're like unicorns. You know, they're all like sacred beings. You don't mess with unicorns. They're wonderful, magical creatures. You, you can't mess with them. And, and it's almost hard to believe that a unicorn would go bad and do anything wrong. ICE issued a detainer against uh, Wrangell Scherer, who remains behind bars at the Greenville County Detention Center until his next hearing. A judge denied bond, but uh, too bad nobody thought to deny him entry into our country in the first place. And see, again, that doesn't mean all dreamers commit murders. But it's just, it's indicative of, of this situation where the left act acts as though there is no problem with dreamers, that they're all fantastic people, they all contribute to our society, they're all just wonderful kids who deserve to be here and deserve every chance we can give, give them and deserve protection despite the fact that they're here illegally. Nothing good is going to come of this until we deal with it from a realistic point of view and realize that there are some people here illegally who aren't good people. And that includes the dreamers. There's, what, 800,000 to a million of them? There's going to be bad people among them. Going to be great people, great kids among them too, obviously. But there's some, like this guy, there's some murderers. There's some rapists among them. It's kind of what Trump was saying in the very beginning when he made that uh, speech announcing his candidacy for president. He did it poorly. Uh, he did it inexpertly. But he was right, essentially. And we won't do anything about it. We won't secure our border. We won't enforce our laws. We won't ask anything of the people who are immigrating here. And they just, they just keep muddying the waters by saying, we're a nation of immigrants, and we've always been a nation of immigrants, and immigrants built this country. No. Oh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> Legal immigrants built this country. Mm. Legal immigrants who assimilated into this country. You know, and we always hear, uh, my youngest daughter is now in college. She's 17, and she, she's going to these classes and hearing things like, Americans have always hated immigrants. You know, I I mean, there's some truth to that. Like, every group of people had a difficult time when they first came here. Why? Because, yeah, people are different. And when they move into your area, and they're moving into your area by the hundreds, you start to wonder, well, is this going to change our completely change our makeup? Even if it's Irish people moving into a, a German area or a, an area where a lot of people from Denmark live. You don't want the Irish people there, and you're initially resistant to them. And so the Irish, when they came, were treated like garbage. They were treated awfully. And when, the, when Germans came, they were treated like crap. But we all got over it, right? And we started to assimilate because they did come here legally, and they did, I, I know, like, in, in, in my ancestors' case, my grandmother, who moved here from uh, Galway, Ireland, insisted that they speak nothing but English. They weren't supposed to speak uh, Gaelic at all. She wouldn't have it at her house. 
We're Americans now. We're going to speak English because that's the language here in this country. We don't live in Ireland anymore. We're, we live here, and, and here we're going to speak English. Well, that's how you get ahead. That's how you get ahead. If you, if you only know Gaelic or you only know Spanish your whole life, uh, you can't expect to excel here. There's no possible way. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. That's kind of fun. A Republican candidate running to replace Ileana Ross-Lettinen in the House once claimed she had an encounter with aliens on a spaceship. Oh, well, good. Uh, The Miami Herald unearthed a TV interview from 2009 in which congressional candidate Bettina Rodriguez Aguilera claimed to have encountered extraterrestrials (laughs) When she was seven years old, she reportedly described the one male and two female aliens she encountered as blonde, big-bodied beings. So you can tell? I guess so. Huh. I went into the spaceship, she said. There were some round seats that were there and some quartz rocks that controlled the ship. Well, well. Not, not like airplanes. Rodriguez Aguilera further claimed in 2009 that the aliens communicated with her telepathically. Well, obviously. Yeah, everybody knows that. Give me something I don't know. Yeah. In the statement she gave to the Herald, Rodriguez Aguilera did not totally distance herself from the aliens. (laughs) For years, people, including presidents like Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter and astronauts, have publicly claimed to have seen unidentified flying objects and scientists like Stephen Hawking and institutions like the Vatican have stated that there are billions of galaxies in the universe and we're probably not alone. That that is true. I personally am a Christian and have a strong belief in God. I join the majority of Americans who believe that there must be intelligent life in the billions of planets and galaxies in the universe. Yeah, me too, but how does that fit into aliens coming here and and kidnapping, uh, you know, lesser uh, people with lesser technology? It doesn't seem right to me. Uh, High-level political races often attract fringe candidates who make out- outlandish claims, but Rodriguez Aguilera has actually held a elective elected office before. She once served on the Doral, Florida City Council, and she was the city's economic director and vice mayor. So, uh, 
That's interesting. Kind of fun when um, when you've been abducted by aliens. Well, but can they vote? That's all she really wants to know. The well, yes, the illegal aliens probably can. The extraterrestrial aliens, so far, uh, probably not. Hmm. Because I don't know that they've actually set up shop here. Uh, you know, have they? Have you been to Congress lately? <laughs> I mean, seriously, they, they clearly walk among us. Oh, yeah. They're destroying us from the inside. There was also a, a story today about the, uh, the D.C. City Council that is considering legalizing prostitution in the District of Columbia. And, I mean, you already have 500 whores in Congress at least, <laughs> right? So, obviously... Alien whores, <laughs> I think is what we've concluded now. Well, obviously, they're going to be okay with it. Are they not? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Al Gore uh, labeled a British reporter. We talked about this a little bit last week. A, a, a denier after he pressed the former vice president about scientific claims uh, made in his recently released global warming film all he did was walk up to gore and say um hey there's a scientist who wonders about what you say about you know the miami the fish swimming in the streets of miami and says that you're not exactly right about that so then he he gore asked him well are you a denier (laughs) is is the scientist a denier and he says well no, we just wonder how bad the problem is. Well, then you are a denier. Oh, okay. Uh, the implication is that sea level, sea level rise is happening frighteningly quickly, and it's all down to carbon emissions, if not nature's revenge for all those hanging chads which denied him victory in Florida. That's what Clark wrote for The Spectator, and now, now he's labeled a denier, even though he's all over. He's all over climate change. He believes man causes climate change. He was also confronted after he asked the question by a frosty public relations woman on Gore's staff who told him, hey, this is a film junket, meaning they're just just there to promote Mm -hmm. an inconvenient truth, too. We're just here to promote a film, not to not. It's not an event to ask hard questions. (laughs) Okay, so you can't ask Al Gore a hard question like, hey, aren't you lying? And, and they didn't even put it like that. But aren't you exaggerating about what's going on in Miami? Because the fish, that's just a high tide situation, and it's always happened and always will. The man wants a complete overhaul of the way the world's economy works. He wants to change... He wants us to pay for carbon credits and have these new taxes, but he won't answer one freaking question about it. He, because he can't. Mm-hmm. He actually can't answer any of these questions. And that's why we've asked him on repeatedly and, and fairly recently again, right? Let me check the ON box. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Still nothing. Still nothing. Hmm. So he's got a standing invitation. We've offered him the whole show. He can, he can come, come in to the to the studio and uh and answer questions he can do it on the phone i mean we'll do it anywhere anytime he could devote the whole three we will devote the whole three hour show to him 
I mean, that's a pretty good offer, I think. Yeah. And it, what an opportunity to change people's mind. Won't be taken out of context. Right. You can be as long-winded as you'd like, Mr. Vice President. We could go over everything, you know, from the from the hanging chads that, you know, you were you were at one point the next president of the United States, as he loves to claim, uh, to whatever it is you are now. Um, and we'll go over the whole global warming situation. Go by, we'll go over it piece by piece. Also, Hillary Clinton uh, is still, <laughs> speaking of people who are blaming everybody but themselves for their loss as presidential candidates, she's still doing this. Do we have... Do we have have that ready? We do. Hillary, yep. Here's what she said over the weekend. Hillary Clinton uh, blaming everybody but herself again. Your dynastic appeal, or perhaps it was the opposite, the fact that you called Clinton, the fact that you were first lady, basically trumped any novelty, if you forgive the term, (laughs) um, of being the first female president of the United States. People looked at your name and your legacy Mm -hmm. more than they looked at your gender. But But that doesn't explain why I led all the way through, why I won the primary by 4 million votes, why I was winning. We had a great convention. I was thought to have won all three debates. That doesn't explain it, Matt. So that's why I had to really dig deep. And yes, I take responsibility. Obviously, there were things I must have been able to do differently in order to have won. Mm. But at the end, there was this really perfect storm. And so you had the Comey letter and you had, and we will get to this, the enormous impact of the Russian theft of emails, the release of them by WikiLeaks, Mm. basically now at... Uh, a part of the Russian intelligence uh, apparatus, Mm. and the weaponization of that. So these were all new phenomena. So you're still blaming others more than yourself? No. Look, I take ultimate responsibility. I don't blame others, but I think it's important that people understand what happened. Wow, is that frustrating. It's easy to say, well, you know, she wasn't a good candidate. Then why did I lead all the way to the end? Why did I get nominated overwhelmingly? Did people lie at the polls? No, I think there were intervening events that caused people to worry, to have second thoughts. And I think it's important to go into those, as I do in the book, because Russia's not going away as a threat mm. to Western democracy. Uh, and what we've got to figure out is what happened in order to prevent it from happening again. Good golly. Wow. Uh, so as she blames everybody else... Mm. Russia, uh, polls, uh, Comey letter, Comey letter, perfect storm, perfect storm that happened. She takes ultimate responsibility. That didn't sound like her taking. She didn't say anything negative about herself. No, she she never said anything like, well, you know, I'm not a very personable candidate or, you know, I suck as a candidate. I mean, it's easy to explain why she led initially because people she's Hillary Clinton and everybody knew her the best. That's who people knew in the Democrat Party. She was the heir apparent. She was the one everybody thought was going to be the candidate. And so, you know, they had her at the very top at the beginning. And then she started speaking (laughs) and people couldn't stand her. They couldn't stand to listen to her. She's a terrible candidate. I will also say, uh, I do think the Comey letter, I, I think that hurt. That did hurt. I mean, people, when you're under an FBI investigation, 
That's a problem. But the Comey letter doesn't exist if Anthony Weiner isn't sexting with a teenager in North Carolina. That's very true. Yeah, it's it's true. So there you go. Blame the Weiner. <laughs> uh, she's just a, I mean, an awful, awful candidate. And maybe the Comey letter uh, contributed. I really don't think there's anything to the Russian interference. I don't, I mean, they tried to intervene and really didn't know how, really didn't understand a U.S. election. And so they really didn't have any effect on it. And that's kind of been proven. So uh, I, I, that thing is completely blown out of proportion. But they love that excuse. They love to blame the Russians for this. At least she does. 888 888-933-93. 888-933-93. Uh, meanwhile... The mainstream media continues to show us how leftist they really are. Bob Schieffer says that Trump is undermining the foundations of our democracy by targeting the media. Veteran reporter and former host of Face the Nation, Bob Schieffer, unloaded on the president while appearing on CNN's Reliable Sources, suggesting Donald Trump's recently ramped up attacks on the media are... A threat to the country's founding principles. With Trump now suggesting NBC News and other outlets should lose their FCC licenses. I mean, that is a problem. Schieffer, who's worked at uh, CBS for 48 years, expressed concern that these attacks could undermine the constitutional idea of a free press. He said, well, I'll tell you, all these attacks on the media, look, at my age... I've been called everything from a nattering nabob, nabob of negativity back in the Nixon days. Nice alliteration. Yeah. To a female hygiene product these days. <laughs> Is he talking about a douchebag? I think so. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. I, I didn't realize he was even aware of the term. <laughs> I don't pay much attention to that kind of stuff. I've been called all kinds of names. What I do take seriously is when he tries to destroy the credibility of the, at the, of the media. An independent press that can gather information that people can compare to the government's versions of events. And that's what we do. It's as crucial to our democracy as the right to vote. And when people try to undermine that, I think they're undermining, undermining the foundations of our democracy. You know, there's some truth to that. There's, there, uh, it, yes. Going after the license of NBC is not the way to go here. Now, do I think that they have a, a definite bias? Absolutely. But to threaten their licenses, that's a, that's a step too far. 888 uh, More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a second. But when you were a kid, did you wear a helmet before you learned to ride a bike? Probably not, right? Many Americans don't prepare for emergencies until the emergency is imminent or worse after they strike like a hurricane or an earthquake. Fortunately, riding a bike, uh, uh, like riding a bike, being prepared is, is really easy, especially when it comes to My Patriot Supply, America's most trusted emergency food storage provider for a reason. My Patriot Supply has great people that you can trust and... They supply an emergency food storage plan that you can depend on. Just 
call them and talk to them about uh, their 102 serving survival food supply. It just gets you prepared for a, a month for one person or a week for four. Includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner for less than a dollar per serving. It's a tremendous deal. To get this special, call 888-411-5293 or just order online at preparewithpat.com. 888-411-5293 or preparewithpat.com. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Lasts 25 years in storage and it's really, really good food. So once again, 888-411-5293 or preparewithpat.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, you can also tweet at us in addition to getting a hold of us on the phone at 888 You can uh, tweet at us at Pat Unleashed. Got some tweets that uh, we've just recently arrived. Yeah, let's see. Use the uh, hashtag uh, tell Pat uh, like Michael P. did. Uh, we've got uh, every reporter I've ever heard asked why their reporter says to change the world. All reporters have <clears throat> bias. That's uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, platypus of Covefe uh, says that uh, platypus. Platypus. Okay. Of Covefe. Covefe. Mm-hmm. You know the the fun word that the president made up. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, at Pat uh, at the Blaze Key. Let's see. Y'all work with at Jeffy MRA every day, and you forget how weird your job can be. <laughs> Fair point. Uh huh. Yeah. True. And uh, Kristen tweets out: Hollywood was fine with the Weinstein jokes until the scandal hit the public eye. Yeah. I mean, they joked about it all the time. We've played some of those. Mm-hmm. They joked about it at the Academy Awards. Uh, they joked about it on uh, sitcoms over and over again. Uh, these guys have known forever. And then that's another thing uh, from Hillary Clinton over the weekend. She claims she had no knowledge, never even heard the rumors. <laughs> what a lie. Totally. A lie. Absolute lie. She also claims he maybe contributed $16,000 to her. Uh, presidential campaign. Now he's a he's kind of a bundler. He raised money for her, and maybe directly from him, he contributed sixteen thousand dollars. But he raised a lot of money for her, millions, multiple millions of dollars for her during her campaigns. It's just so disingenuous that it's sixteen thousand dollars. Shut up! Right? <laughs> Such a lie. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, over the weekend, Donald Trump talked about Iran, the Iran deal, and why he's not recertifying the Iran deal. Uh, here's what he had to say: We got weak inspections in exchange for no more than a purely short-term and temporary delay in Iran's path to nuclear weapons. Based on the factual record I have put forward. I am announcing today that we cannot and will not make this certification. We will not continue down a path whose predictable conclusion is more violence, more terror, and the very real threat of Iran's nuclear breakout. Mm. 
Also, there's uh, there's no A in the word terror. No? Yeah, no. Mm. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because everybody I hear says that. I know. It's, we hear the word terror a lot. A lot. So, I don't know if they're talking about a piece of land, like terra firma. Oh, yeah. Or what exactly they're talking about, but there's no A in the word terror. Uh, so Hillary Clinton also spoke about Iran over the weekend, and she has kind of a different feeling about it. Here's what she said. But it sends a message across the globe that America's word is not good. We have different presidents, and this particular president is, I think, upending the kind of trust and credibility of the United States uh, position and negotiation mm. that is imperative to maintain. What do you think about that? Is is this president upending the trust and credibility of the United States? I think that was done pretty effectively by the last president. Yep. I agreed with uh, Trump when he said this was a terrible deal and it shouldn't it shouldn't have been signed in the first place. Yeah, whenever you're leaving a uh, couple of crates full of cash on a tarmac in Iran, it's probably a sign of a bad deal. Right, that, like billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Like a billion dollars. More than that, I think. I think it was. I, I, I know it was over a billion. Yeah. I don't even remember how much uh, there was in those crates, but it was a lot. So <sighs> we were essentially bribing them. We we're essentially saying, yeah, here's, here's some money. Please stop doing what you're doing. And uh, we'll sign on to pretty much anything to make you, uh, you know, go ahead and stop. And we'll just give you a whole bunch of money, too, please. It's just unbelievable the way this last administration, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, conducted themselves with foreign affairs. Have you found how much yeah, it was? It's it's one point seven billion. One point seven. That's almost two billion dollars. But the story, um, the Daily Mail, um, this I haven't delved into, but it says Iran may have collected as much as thirty three point six billion from nuclear deal as Obama administration delivered cash shipments and unfroze billions more. Wow. So it just says twenty billion was repatriated into Iran from frozen assets outside the country. Mm-hmm. Another eleven point nine billion was unfrozen by the Obama administration in uh, seven hundred million dollar increments beginning early in twenty fourteen. Um, that predates the deal, but I digress. Uh, it's unclear that if that amount is included in the larger twenty billion. And lastly, Obama administration did deliver the one point seven billion in cash separately, which they initially lied about. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Those things do need to be upended. Thanks, President <laughs> yeah. Trump. Yeah, they do. I'm, there's another thing that he's done that's really good. And, you know, when we opposed him for much of the campaign, but he was elected anyway, we said at the very beginning, all right, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. We want him to succeed. We want him to be good. We we want him to be a great president. And, you know, in the meantime... He's done some really good things like this. I think this is great. Getting us out of some of these EPA situations and the Paris Treaty. Those were great things. The Neil Gorsuch appointment to the Supreme Court was another great thing. Um, and this Iran deal, getting us out of that, was is a great thing. There, there have been some less than great things. Well, and also the the, the tweaks to Obamacare um, over the weekend. Right. That's that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So Doing he's done he some pretty good stuff. Doing what he can when he's got a uh, Republican Congress that uh, spites him. So. Overall, you have to say this is this is better than it would have been with Hillary Clinton, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
if it was Hillary Clinton, we would have a an absolutely terrible Supreme Court justice, which would completely throw off the balance of power. Uh, we would we'd still be in the Paris agreements. In fact, we'd be much deeper into all of that global warming nonsense. Uh, you'd you'd probably have Al Gore making decisions for the EPA and for this administration that would cost us trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And you'd have even more EPA regulations bringing down the economy. So, I mean, there's definitely been some positives. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thanks for being here as well. 888 is our number. Saturday was supposed to be, or no, I guess Sunday and then today are the are the days when we kick into the yeah. apocalypse. Don't act like you don't know this, man. Well, David Mead said a month ago yeah. that, you know, is going to be the end of the world and turned out not to be in the, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, a month from now. My we'll bad. Be. And so... Over the weekend, he, he said that that was going to be the start of the end. Yeah. And I don't know anything that happened right. exactly. Well, well it's, um, it's not going to be obvious that oh, okay. the seven-year tribulation began yesterday. So the seven years of catastrophic, catastrophic events mm-hmm. commenced yesterday? Yesterday. Okay. Volcanoes. Uh, nuclear attacks. Hurricanes. Earthquakes. Triggered by a mysterious Planet X or Planet 10. But wasn't that the one that was supposed to hit us, though? I thought so. Yeah, that's what I thought. This and guy, his track record. Didn't. Not so. He bought himself seven more years, though. So kudos to him on that. Hmm. Silly. Uh, here's some of the things he said. There, there's music and then there's... Uh, and then he's he's got a closed caption here. Says what Planet X and the and does to the world. Doomsday theorist David Mead believes the end is near. Mm-hmm. Planet X or Nibiru will collide with Earth. Huge solar flares will destroy the electricity gl- grid and cause earthquakes, tsunamis, and volcanoes to erupt. Uh, he wrote Aliens called the. <laughs> Wait a second, I got to get back to that. Uh-huh. Uh, he claims Aliens called the. Ananaki? Oh, I thought it was going to be the aliens called that that lady running for uh, office down in Florida. No, no. Uh, these are the Ananaki. My bad. And they live on Planet X. Okay. So they're they're coming, I guess. <laughs> and uh, he claims that they created the human race in the first place. This is really strange stuff. <laughs> Bases his prophecy on passages from the Bible. That's very fascinating. When I've never noticed the Ananaki in the Bible. That's in the uh, book um, of Josh. And, okay. Uh, NASA has repeatedly said that the Nibiru theory is a hoax. Well, sure, they want you to believe that. But that a new planet deep in the solar system might exist. 
but it's not. Many doomsday dates have been predicted. Uh, but Meade's yet to nail down exactly the right one. <laughs> <laughs> try and try again. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Then, of course, there was this from a little while ago. I mean, this is the theory that uh, I, I think we need to deal with. This may strike your listeners as way out, but no. we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars yeah. that is populated by children who were kidnapped and okay. sent into space on a 20-year ride. Oh, wow. Uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Sure. Uh, there's all kinds of... Well, I, look, I know 90% <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I'm told by high-level NASA engineers <laughs> that, that have no idea. There's so much stuff going on. But then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But I know this... We see a bunch of <laughs> mechanical wreckage <laughs> on Mars, and people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're a conspiracy terrorist. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Right. <laughs> yeah, clearly, that was... Oh, uh, see, the, yeah, the Mars sex slave thing. I, I mean, if they're children, if, the, if it took the children 20 years to get to Mars, they're not children anymore, right? But who's who's enslaving them as sex slaves once they're there? Because he says the children have been sent there. Mm-hmm. Are other children enslaving them? Or were there people waiting for them, Martians waiting for them to become sex slaves when they got there? All of this is unclear to me. Yeah, we need to do some research. Because <laughs> that should be a story. <clears throat> it like, should. That, we, that should get some traction. I would also say it doesn't take 20 years to get to Mars. Why is it? Why were they so slow in getting there? It's a six-month trip. It's a six-month trip, not a twenty-year trip. <laughs> it's just silly. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Let's go to Eric in Kansas. You're on the Blaze. Hi. Hi there. Hey. Great show, guys. Hey, just wanted to. Uh, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a Trump cheerleader. Okay. Uh, but when you go through a list. You the positive the uh, the achievements here from Kansas farm country. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to mention uh, what his what his staff has done as far as getting Lotus shut down. The waters of the United States. It was an act that basically put under government control waters flowing through your land. That could be water in a ditch. It could be a low place in your field that if you went out and, you know, adjusted the level by plowing so your crops didn't flood out, well, you just destroyed the wetlands, and they would, uh, they would have you in court suing you. And he, ch- uh, he changed that? WOTUS, WOTUS uh, was put in place. So take a look at it. Just uh, yeah, I'm not even familiar with that at all, Eric. I, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's real. It's not, okay. a, it's not something I got from uh, Alex Jones. All right, good. Uh, there's been several <laughs> farmers that really had their backs broken by it. And uh, really? what, it, what it does, we don't want the government involved in health care and yeah. lots of stuff and need to keep their fingers out of We can't want, want, want them involved in our water. That's, that's really scary when you think of all the implications. But uh, definitely. Yeah, that's when you live, when you're in the ag area, there's a lot of the coffee shops. Wow. Lotus, you know, it's, it's been, it's been de, uh, defanged. Well, that's and, great. Uh, that's that would great. be our. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to list his achievements, which aren't a whole lot. That's yeah, really heavy one. And actually, I've heard very little, if anything, about that except just now from you. So mm. we'll look into yeah, well, that. It, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're in the ad this belt, sounds great. listen to the radio, you yeah. hear a lot about it. So. Okay. Right. Uh, we will Thanks, definitely Jeff. look into it. Thanks for the heads up. Um, and, and yet another uh, positive check mark for the president, who has, you know, he's actually done some pretty good stuff. He, he honestly has. 888 uh, Over the weekend, MSNBC had a little panel on uh, Facebook and the fake news that they present all the time. This is, uh, this is a little bit frightening to me. Uh, but they are discussing uh, what should be done with Facebook and, and the perceived Facebook fake news situation. Here's a look at what they had to say. Listen, none of us are technical. Let's be clear here. They can they have built this thing. They absolutely control it. I think the issues that people are worried about in Silicon Valley is around AI. And when that starts to control it, another that's another. I want to zero in on that, Carol. When you say they can control it, what what I'm hearing, I just want to make sure I understand that, like you think they have the capacity if they change their assumptions and they change their behavior and they change their their policies around what exactly the platform is doing and allowed to be done to make it not to to make it not to make it a benign platform or not a non benign one, not a benign platform. But, you know, they control ads. They sure know how to clean up. They don't control all the Russians, but they certainly have control over spam. They certainly have the same thing, way that Google does this. It's bad business for Facebook but to be in a business Google, that is out Google of control. Google doesn't control not, what it does, top to bottom. It, it, Google has it, it, some influence so. over what gets linked high. Yes. But basically, Facebook runs very differently. Facebook would have to mm-hmm. abandon its self-service ad platforms. It would have to abandon its process of ad tech, which relies on deep surveillance of nearly two, of more than two billion people. I mean, to, they would have to restructure from the ground up, do everything differently to right. fix the problems that we see right now, because it is so easily hijacked at its core. Well, the problem with Facebook is Facebook. It's not something around the edges. And what do you mean, Max? I, I mean, we've tried Google to, we, we've spent five years trying to trust say, them and letting them say, Google. we're going to fix this, we're going to do this, and it just keeps getting worse. At what point do we say, Mark Zuckerberg, you don't get to control this anymore? You've done a bad job. Well, that's a fair point. I mean, one of the things they've done what? is slow rolled a lot of things. And that's what's happening here. He initially said this wasn't a big deal. And then maybe it right. was a big deal. Then he wrote a long essay saying, OK, maybe there's some issues. I think the you know, and, and then you see statistics. What, what's interesting is the statistics around how many people get their news from Facebook and 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 that this is where they rely it has on become, things. Yeah, it has become it, central, central to American news consumption. Listen to what these people are advocating. Yeah. Taking Facebook away from Mark Zuckerberg because he's done a bad job. He's got two billion people on his service. That's a pretty good job. That's a pretty good job. He's a multi, multi, multi billionaire. That's a pretty good job. Now, do do people make things up on Facebook? Yeah, but is Mark Zuckerberg responsible for all of that? I don't think so. And you're going to, you're going to have, at what point do you decide you take it away from Mark Zuckerberg? At no point do you take his business away from him. Tell them that. Yeah. I mean, is this not the United States of America still? At no point do you take Mark Zuckerberg's business from him. I'm no big fan of Mark Zuckerberg. He's, he's a big lefty. Uh, But man, you can't start talking about taking his business away. Because people on his business sometimes make stories up. Yeah, but it's a, it's a utility now. People have to have it in order to survive, Pat. Yeah, except for no. Oh. You don't have to have it in order to survive. Uh, you don't. 
But they have to communicate. They have to be able to right. share their ideas. Except, and, no, you don't. You don't have to. They don't have You it. don't have to. You don't even have to look at Facebook. Mm. You don't even have to look at it. Twitter, you don't even have to look at it. None of these things. You can completely avoid fake news by not bothering to look at Facebook. I've made a lifetime out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 888-900-3393. Colin Kaepernick has filed a grievance now against the NFL. He says owners are colluding to keep him from being signed to a team. It's quite a claim. From ABC News, former San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick filed a grievance against the NFL, alleging the owners colluded to keep him out of the league because of his protest during the playing of the national anthem before games. The grievance alleges... The league's owners colluded to deprive him of employment rights in retaliation for his leadership and advocacy for equality and social justice. Mm. It, it's so ridiculous. <sighs> the, this... NFL, the NFL didn't immediately respond uh, for comment. Uh, hopefully this is going nowhere. Right, but now here's a, here's a, <clears throat> here's a question for you, Pat. Mm-hmm. Packers need a quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. No, Josh. I don't want it to be. But what Colin if it is? What's, what's Pat going to do if, if the Packers sign Colin I'm going to give up on the season. <laughs> I'm going to stop se- watching the Green Bay Packers. Instead of filing the grievance through the NFL Players Association, he hired attorney Mark Garagos, who's represented people like Michael Jackson, uh, musician Chris Brown. So here's the deal. It's, I mean, it's hard to prove collusion. And certainly, I, there's no collusion here. Texts from each of the coaches nefariously making a blood oath to keep him out of the game. Is that what you're going to find? I, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> if they're actually colluding, I, I don't know why they would do that. Why would you say, hey, let's get together and make sure that Colin Kaepernick never works in this league again because we don't like the fact that he kneels during it. Well, they let their players kneel. What, what good would this do? Just, I mean, just because nobody signed him doesn't mean that they're colluding. It means each of them decided individually, we don't want this guy. Because first of all, he sucks. And secondly, uh, I don't want the madness that he brings to our team. I don't want to have to deal with it. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. If they all got together and said, uh, we're going to keep him out of the league, watch this. Well, then that's one thing. But you know that didn't happen. That's just ludicrous. 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about Cosmo Hertz Kids. They're on a mission to keep kids free from pornography. Victoria Hurst began this effort. She's part of the Hurst family. The Hurst Corporation publishes Cosmopolitan magazine known as Cosmo. And she believes it contains pornography that's harmful to children. Now, she's not trying to censor the magazine. She's not trying to tell them what they can put in it and, and what they can't. She's not trying to boycott them and run them out of business. The only goal is to have the state's material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan magazine uh, so that then you just wouldn't be able to sell it to anybody under 18. Right now, you can sell it to pretty much anybody. This would stop that. So if you'd like to learn more about Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign, go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. She believes in free speech. I believe in free speech. I'm sure you do as well. So nobody's trying to censor Cosmo. It's just that 
We want to protect kids from porn. And we want to take a stand against pornography being sold to anybody under the age of 18. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Welcome to Monday, beginning of the week. Uh, and getting close now to Halloween. Time to start thinking about uh, how appropriate your Halloween costume is. Americans spend around $350 million a year on Halloween costumes for their pets. Yeah, f- for pets. Not themselves or the kids, but for their dogs, cats, and other animals. That seems a little bit off, doesn't it? Excessive. Apparently, Doc talked about this today. Pretty unbelievable statistic. Uh, And there's a lot of people who just aren't ashamed by that, but they should be. (laughs) Aren't there better things we could spend money on? Of course, who am I to tell people how to spend their money? Give it to the government. They know how to spend it wisely. Well, that's right. That's exactly right. Um. Also, is your Halloween costume appropriate? Uh-oh. Is it perhaps <clears throat> cultural appropriation? For instance, okay. does it borrow from Native Americans? Does it borrow from any minority? If it does, you're a racist, you're a horrible person. Really? You should burn your costume, and you should put yourself in prison. How do you do that? You, you go directly to a prison and say, I must be admitted. And then they'll just... Open the gate and let you in. It, when they harsh. find out what you've done. Right? No, but, this isn't harsh enough. For, you should also be beaten with sticks. What? Yeah. For a costume that, that borrows. For a costume that borrows from another culture, yes. Yes. Uh, okay. And yet another sign of <clears throat> how our colleges are churning out wonderful social justice warriors without any marketable skills except for social justice. Uh, they put out, Ohio State put out a flow chart to let you know if your Halloween costume is racist or not. So this is really helpful. Okay. Is your costume racist? And then underneath that, it says, under on this flow chart, what is your costume? There's a line that goes to, is it a meme? Is it from 4chan or Reddit? If yes, then you follow this line. Okay. Does this meme validate white supremacists? If the answer is yes, is it Peppy the Frog? Okay. Yes. What the F is wrong with you? Try again. Okay. Come back so to obviously... The, you gotta go start over? You gotta start over. Start over. Now, is it from 4chan or Reddit? If the answer is no, then it goes down to... Is it from the Wholesome Memes Twitter account? If the answer is yes, you follow this line all the way down. Just keep going. Keep going. To oh, you're good. Oh, you're good. You're good. So okay. Yeah, that's fine. And that's the wholesome memes. The wholesome Twitter. memes Twitter account. If it's no, though, you go down to does it require blackface, milk, or a swastika? Okay. If the answer is no, I think we know. You go to does it in does it humanize inhuman people? Uh, if the answer is no, 
Does it poke fun at a recent national or international tragedy? <laughs> okay. If the answer is yes, you reconsider your costume idea. If the answer is no, you're good. Okay. Okay. Um, Keep in mind, this is from the good people at Ohio State University. Yeah. I think I think I think you're going to tweet this out momentarily here, so <clears> people <throat> can follow along. I think we're definitely going to do that. Here we go. Uh, is your costume <laughs> something sexy? At Pat Unleashed. Oh, I always. For me, it's always a sexy costume. <laughs> what is it really? Yeah, oh, oh always. I'm not going to be always. here on October 31st. <laughs> a lot of times I'm like, uh, you know, a sexy cop, you know, oh. maybe along the village people lines. Really? Yeah. With the that was uh, sexy? With the shirt unbuttoned all the oh, way down. The short shorts. Yeah. And yeah. the no, right. no. It's a good look from like 1978. No, it was never a good look. Is it something sexy? And then you go down to, is it ironically sexy? If the answer is yes, is it an animal of some sort? If the answer is yes, you're probably good just as long as PETA doesn't catch you. Uh-huh. If the answer is no, however, uh, you stop right there. <laughs> Wait. Is it ironically sexy? No. No. Okay. Uh, is it ironically sexy? No. Then you go down to, is it a job or occupation? Oh, okay. If the answer is yes... Do your thing, sexy construction worker. If it's no, does your costume include traditional headwear from other cultures? Oh, hell. Oh, boy. Here it comes. If the answer is yes, are you white? If the answer is yes, try a new costume idea. Okay. If the answer is no, if you're not white, but it does involve some other culture, you're good. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> this uh. is agonizing. Is this agonizing or <laughs> is it just me? What if your costume is something serious? Something serious. Here we go. Is it politically charged? Uh Uh-oh. If the answer is yes, does it make fun of Donald Trump? Yes. Do it. Okay. Okay? Hmm. I mean, as simple as that. Is it politically charged? If the answer is no, is it in honor of a deceased celebrity? If the answer is yes, are you going as a prince? If the answer is yes, are you white? Then you can't do it. If the answer is no, then you can do it. You're good. Help me. Also, uh, it also goes down to uh, as long as you're a sexy vampire or along those lines, you should be okay. Because I guess a vampire doesn't borrow from anybody's culture. Oh. Except white people. It's usually whites that are vampires, right? So you make fun of whites all you want. <clears throat> what is happening? I, I mean, mm. has there ever been... Uh, a situation in our society as irritating as everything that comes out today, everything that comes out, especially from a university like Ohio State, uh, it just makes me want them to get beaten in, in every football game every year, and they and the, the chances that are happening are yeah, fairly bad. Definitely, when they played, didn't they just beat up on Nebraska sure Saturday? But you know what? I got to give it to the Huskers. I fully expected a seventy-two to thirteen thrashing. Oh, to Ohio it came State. much closer. Right, than it was that. much closer. Fifty-six fourteen. Fifty-six fourteen was it a was? I mean, that's a razor thin. A razor thin margin. So close. We just another that ball bounces the other way. About eighty-four times. 84 They're right times in that thing. Right in there. They're right in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Same with BYU. Actually, I think BYU played their best game of the year, losing 35-10 to Mississippi State. Hmm. They actually completed a couple of decent passes. Wow. They actually made a couple of decent stops. Uh, and then uh, the rest of the game went haywire. So. Mm-hmm. Defensive game? What is that? 
So how interesting that these social justice warriors want this chart, but they don't need the chart because they're already so indoctrinated. They, they'd never do anything politically incorrect like right. this. There's an insult to have this chart made for them. I mean, I, I, I don't know where it became okay to bash white people regardless of who they are. I mean, just in general, you bash white, white people. And if you want to take it out on the president of the United States, that yes, do it. That's perfectly acceptable. Everything's fine there. But if you want to pretend like you're a Native American, which used to be, I mean, kind of a tribute to Native Americans, right? Was anybody making fun of them? I don't think so. Or if you want to be a personality from another race, you, you just can't do it anymore. You're looked down upon. You're you're called a racist. You're a hater. You're a something of phobe. I, I man, we got to get a grip on our society. How did we get to this place? Yeah, we're here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, we got Jeffy chewing the fat coming up in just a few minutes. Mm. Uh, we'll find out what he's going to be for Halloween. What do you think he's going to be? A whale? No, that was, it was a whale last year. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that uh, wasn't Halloween. Sorry, that was just a day. I think, isn't, he, isn't he pretty much a whale every year? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll talk to him about that <laughs> coming up here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And so are you. What a coincidence. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also right now. Jeffy. Jeffy time. Chewing the fat. (laughs) With Jeffy. Welcome. Hi, Jeffy. We were wondering what you are going to be for uh, Halloween this year. I normally go as the hot nurse. As a hot nurse? Yeah, well, I mean, I go as a nurse. Now everybody you... says, oh, are you the hot nurse? I, yes. I, mean, I, just, I go as a nurse, though. <laughs> like a male nurse Hold or a, like a hot female nurse? Wait, you said... Well, that's what I'm saying. I go yeah. as a nurse. I okay. dress up as a nurse. And uh-huh. everybody says, wow. You're you a hot nurse. hot nurse. Everybody, uh, like, yes. everybody bet, says I'll, that? Yeah. Bet that's what they say. <laughs> I mean, that's what I hear. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so. Look. Mm-hmm. Not you can't help it. Not right? everybody can pull the look off. That is, that is true, especially men who look like you. Uh, that's very I, true. What else do I go as? Uh, a whale, uh, like a blue why, whale, why balaga. Uh, 
<laughs> killer whale? I don't know. Whale. I don't know. You know, one of just a whale species of some sort. I don't know. I mean, Sperm like, whale? Like the whole species <laughs> or just the one whale? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see where you uh, might think that. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard to imagine you well, going as a whale. <laughs> it's really not. Uh, all right, what do you have for all right, us? All right, so in D.C. Good By news. the way, let's let's first start with our agonizing football oh, weekend. If you want. Well, I was going to wait till the end. But oh, okay, we want, can, all right. If you got it on tap, go ahead. I, Pro- I proceed do have as it you on were tap, going but we to. can go. I mean, no, I, that's all right. We'll it save was, it. It was we'll agonizing. Save it. it was and continues to be. <laughs> yes, but uh, listen, uh, we have uh, plenty of uh, plenty of news in D.C. The uh, <clears throat> Reducing Criminalization to Improve Community Safety and Health Amendment Act of 2017. What does that mean? Would, what is uh, that? Decriminalize prostitution. Okay, that's what I thought it was. And it's going to create a task force to study the effects and come <clears throat> up with future reforms, which is good. Because, Pat, this is about protecting the human rights of our residents. Yeah, well, okay. we've, we've got about 500 whores in Washington, D.C. that all <laughs> gathered together yes. on Capitol Hill There's together. There's no doubt about and that. so you know they want that legalized. One convenient Absolutely. location. You know they do. Listen, arresting our way through has never worked. Oh, that's true. Okay? Okay. Now, the arguments for are, you know, sex workers would be more comfortable <laughs> reporting crimes to police, mm-hmm. which would help expose underage sex trafficking operations. Yeah, uh, sex workers can more easily find other jobs because you know how hard it is, Pat. I mean, when you get busted for prostitution and then you have to put it, you, know, you fill out a, a job application. You have to you ever been arrested? Yes, for prostitution. <laughs> People, you know how hard it is. So you know how that feels. I mean, who doesn't? He's a hot nurse. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I don't know the, how that feels. You've never. I've never Stop been arrested it. for prostitution. Yeah, oh, it's surprisingly. Boy, are you lucky? Surprising. Yes, of, I'm, are you lucky? I've just few. missed out. But the argument of uh, there's a large amount of collateral crime associated with prostitution, <laughs> well, yeah, because but that will go down if the sex workers feel more comfortable reporting it. Right? So it'll pass. Sure. I mean, it'll, that's, well, that would be my argument. Yes, because the council, I think, approves it, and then it goes to Congress, yeah. and then they vote on it. And as I said, most of them are whores. They're going to love this legislation. There is no doubt about that. Yeah, Yeah, but they don't want other people having the same success as they've had at the business, (laughs) so they might close the door behind them. Uh, We'll see. Okay, in 2015, two years ago, all right, about a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. Orlando police officers pull over a man named Daniel Rushing for speeding out of a parking lot of a 7-Eleven. Now, they've been monitoring this 7-Eleven for uh, drug complaints. Mm-hmm. So this guy speeds out of the, the 7-Eleven and they pull him over. An officer spots a rocky white substance on the floor of his car. And he's insisting that it wasn't drugs. Now, again, the how kid, many times? The driver? The man. Yeah. The man saying it's not drugs. I mean, again, Pat, how many times you get pulled over and you try uh, to explain to the officer, no, those aren't drugs. In my particular case, zero. <laughs> None. Strange. So I kept telling him, "Look, it's a glazed donut. It's a glazed donut. It's not. It's powdered sugar that just congealed on the floor. That's all it is. That's all it is." So they give him a test. They the officers kept saying, "No, it's math. It's crystal math." They give him a test that they weren't trained to give on the street, a street drug test that said, and they said, "Up, yep, you're under the influence," and off to jail he goes. He was strip searched, spent time in jail, $2,500 bond. 
Uh, the lab comes back. Mm, you know what? Um, oh, those crumbs were donuts. No way, really. Crumbs were donuts. Oh and, uh, man! And uh, by the way, uh, the police department in Orlando, uh, your guys' little drug test <laughs> on the street—you really weren't trained to do that. So uh, we need special training because uh, that's really not the way it works. Lawsuit? Uh yes. He should get something out of that. He did. Uh, he filed a lawsuit, and I'm a little disappointed. Right. To be honest with you, I'm like, what? After a year and a half, he gets $37,000. Oh, come on. 37500 Clearly the guy's white. Are Is you, he white? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Wow. Yep. Why would that? Had that been a minority, that, he'd be a millionaire today. Right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I agree. There's Pretty convinced, yeah. He walks away with less than a million. No way. I mean, people have done mm-hmm. zero wrong mm-hmm. in cities and walked away with millions. Right. Because they complained. Right. I mean, it's amazing. And this guy gets pulled over pulling out of a 7-Eleven parking lot mm-hmm. with a donut glaze and gets harassed, arrested, and it is and it is donut glaze? Come on now. I would be livid. I would, too. Now, the police officer, one police officer, she already quit. I mean, she was, they were going to suspend her and pay her. She said, I'm out. So I think, I mean, she obviously, they forced her hand. It's not, mm-hmm. you know. You're busting people for donut glaze. Perhaps you ought to find a new gig. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't they have tasted it? I mean, don't they? Can they recognize <laughs> I it? I mean, they are. Cops. I mean, the guy said it's a donut. They I mean, could have tried it. Listen, I'm willing to be that tester for the police. Yeah, I know you are. I know you Look, are. Nope. That's no. That's not drugs at all. <laughs> I mean, you could. You're absolutely right, though. Right? I mean, we yeah. see people do it all the time. It. You would have known it was every show sugar. on television. Some guy sticks his finger in a pile of oh no uh-huh. sugar. Uh huh. Oh coffee. Not that tough. Right. You could have found out right then and there, just with one lick. <laughs> Jeez. How many times? How many times? Again, none. Zero. I'm, I'm with you, Jeffy. None. Thing is all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you. That doesn't happen. So in Barcelona, they had a big uh, <clears throat> big gathering. In, uh, yeah, is this had... the independence thing? Uh, no. No? Oh, okay. Uh, no. no, no, no. This is uh, where they had uh, robots uh, in the park. Yeah, they did. In Barcelona. Here we go. And uh, robotist uh, Dr. Sergi Santos uh, took his intelligent sex doll, Samantha, to the park. <laughs> Wanted to showcase her five foot four inches, lifelike sex doll to stunned passerbyers, demonstrating her eight modes, which include family and sexy. Uh, then they were there for two days and everything was fine. And then for some reason, they couldn't be there for the full third day. But. They wanted to leave her out to uh, for people to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctors are now calling these people barbarians. Uh, they wrecked the doll. Oh, they no. ruined it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, there was damage to the neck and mouth. Oh, good golly. <laughs> They're barbarians. They ruined. She's not just a sex doll, damn it. Yeah, but she is. <laughs> He's all pissed because why, why would you leave it there alone? What are you thinking, man? I know. I mean, what do you think? They had the robot from Europe, the Hitchbot, that I was all excited about that was going to uh, hitchhike across the country and see we're going to be able to view people helping it and view it sleeping and traveling across the country. Would they kill it? It started they, in New they, York. Uh, yeah, they beat it to death in Philadelphia. <laughs> Knocked its head off, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the tour's been canceled. It's really not funny, but it's... No, it's not. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Fortunately, it's a robot, right? It's not It's not a real person. <laughs> 
<laughs> what the hell are you? Oh, doing? I apologize. This is, this is okay. news. I apologize. Oh my god! Wow. Let me let me quickly backtrack in the Al Michaels mode. Oh, I'm so sorry. I earlier said something flippant about non-living organisms. <laughs> and we had uh, they they're not going to let this go, and it really just kind of bugs me. I don't know that it's fake news, but it's just. You know, they just want to get her. And it's, I know, I feel like this is the Megyn Kelly segment, too, because they keep beating her up. But this, this story, celebrity publicists reportedly avoiding Megyn Kelly's new show. Now, they've got a couple of publicists who say they aren't. Yeah, a couple big ones, though. And, okay. And I think one of them. This story doesn't say who they were. I think one of them is probably the publicist, whoever the publicist is for Jane Fonda, because she asked her about her uh, plastic surgery. And Fonda took real exception to that. And and really, if Megan wanted to make a hit, she should have continued that line mm-hmm. of questioning mm-hmm. instead of backing off. Yep. I mean, backing off is what got her in trouble in the first place. Yeah. But NBC is obviously saying, uh, look, we've got plenty of guests booked, uh, you know, in the future. And they named a, a few, which, I mean. Like like huge celebrities such as? Goldie Hawn, <laughs> uh, Alec uh, Baldwin, and Miles Teller. Who, Miles so, I mean, Teller? Who's Miles Teller? Talking, it's, it's embarrassing that I have to tell a you. A pen and teller? No. Like the guy who doesn't talk? No. no. <laughs> so not him. I don't think so. Okay. That's not Teller. No. It's not Miles. Teller no. is Miles. Miles isn't? Teller, of course, is an American actor born in Dowingtown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. He's 30 years old. Yeah. And you know him in movies such as Click and Wait. I uh, never heard of him. No, I'm just clicking. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, wait. Yes, I know that guy. See? I know that guy. Who is he? Come on. No, he's been in, uh, he's got a... Oh, Divergent. Yeah, he's been oh, in Divergent. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I love Divergent. He's yeah. been in Detergent. And, and uh... <laughs> he's been in that whole series. He was the bad guy in it, and then he turns out to be a good guy. And he's, he's <laughs> oh, in an yeah, okay. upcoming soldier movie my called loves, uh, Thanks for Your Service, which mm. looks pretty good. Uh, my wife looks pretty uh, good, actually. I like him. He's good. through all the uh, Detergent series. Yes, I saw them all, too, and the, the last one was... I, I like the first two. The last one was... Pathetically bad, really bad. I mean, it's not like the first two were actually. <clears throat> they weren't, you know, Academy great, Award winners. No, but they were. You could sit. They were them. fun. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah, the, the last That's one was not cool. fun. But hey, you're right though. Divergent, Insurgent, Allegiant. I yeah. Mean, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. detergent series. That's, and that, detergent. The, those are the three? Right. Deter- okay. No, there's four. Oh. Yeah, and the detergent is detergent the four. Yeah, where they wrap up the whole <laughs> I've always wanted to watch those, but you kind of. Uh, no, the first two are worth watching. And if you watch the first two, you're going to watch the third one because yeah. you're going to say, oh, oh, it can't be that bad. bad. Jeff can't be that bad. we got to watch the third one. we got to wrap this thing up. And then at the end, you go, eh, the first two were up. Do they have uh, Thanks for Your Service? Let's they do. Them. And the, the Morning Blaze guys absolutely love that yeah, movie. Thank you for your service. Yeah. It, oh, it, they've already seen it? Yeah, they went yeah. to a preview. That is Bastards. a preview of it. How'd they get a preview uh, invite and we didn't? Right? Well, actually, I mean, I I'm sorry? I just... You busy. got in, into, the, really? into the into the microphone into the microphone. What's that? I was busy. I didn't go. Hmm. Okay. I had other plans. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone anyway. So what see mean? what I mean? No, that's not how this works. Give yeah. them a guilt trip. Come oh. on. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I I didn't even know they were seeing it, bastards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we can. You, Are we, we up to talk, football we, now? We're into we're into <laughs> Kelly and movies, or we can go to football. We were into what? We've talked to Megyn Kelly. We made it right. to Miles, so we're into movies. We can talk about the box office. Oh, well, we can talk who was football. number one at the box office? We'd, let's do them both. Okay. Uh, who was number one at the box office? Number one at the box office. Of course, you saw Happy Death Day. No, I didn't. Happy Death Day. You didn't see it? No. Yep, number one at the box office. 26.5. 
number one. Oh, well, that's number, not a huge number, though. No, it is not. And what really hurts is the second week, Blade Runner, number two, at only 15. And that's not doing what they thought it was going to no, do. No, it is not, man. They're it's g- kind of interesting. They really are going to have to hope <clears throat> for a big payday worldwide, which they probably will get. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, worldwide, sure it'll probably be fine. Yes. But uh, for the number weekend. One, number uh, one for a big while, though, uh, it's still hanging in there. Number four. Probably yeah. till Halloween, right? I mean, Sadly, because I can't stand Stephen I know, I King. can't either. Uh, but that's that's a massive hit. It They're sure up to is. 314 you know, 14, million. I know. 314. Tremendous. Happy Death Day, number one. <laughs> Blade Runner 2049, number two. The Foreigner, which I, I, I don't Jackie know what Khan. that is. Right? Jackie, Who is it? Jackie Khan, the uh, martial art guy. Being, uh, he's being, uh, what, uh, what's his face was? He goes there after his daughter, they kill his daughter, so he gets them back. Really? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, he's Jackie Chan. Le- Chan. 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 Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was that number makes- four. The Mountain Between Us. Yeah. I don't I mean, know what tremendous, that is. A tremendous movie. Uh, what what happened if your life depended on a stranger? You're telling me you don't know about The Mountain Between Us? I do us? not. Oh, man. Uh, American yeah, Made. That's the Tom Cruise yeah, movie. Yeah, American Only Made sixth, Up. And it's in its third <laughs> week. It's it's up to $40 million now. It costs $50 million to make. It might just barely make back. It's, Maybe. It's, I mean, that's, 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 but that usually for, that's for not Cruise, good for man. Tom Cruise. No, it is mm. not. Uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle is up to eighty nine six. The Lego movie is at fifty one. That's not doing well either. My Little Pony. That's what My Little Pony is the second week, right? How was that? that second week, it's up to fifteen total. That was tremendous. Victoria was yes. and Abdul is up to eleven million in four weeks. Wow! So that's the top ten right yeah. there. Yeah. Oof. Not not great. No. And then as far as speaking of not great. The football weekend uh, was as bad as we all well, anticipated. Before you, before you get to that, just remember that now's the time that if you were thinking, boy, the box office really <laughs> sucks, and boy, I wish I've got some great ideas for movies. I mean, Harvey Weinstein's company is going to be up for sale here soon. I mean, they're looking to sell that bad boy. They need to dump that on the market right now. I'm so, kind of surprised because I read a really lengthy interview with Bob Weinstein, who... Right? Kind of thought he said we're gonna, gonna make through it. We're gonna get through it. We're well, gonna we're gonna stick with it. We're gonna get through it. It's gonna be successful again because he's no longer a part of this, and he's t- completely turned on his brother. Uh, he needs to. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. the, he's the, there's the business that has the contract. He has to, and, and they, he said that we haven't been close for years, and in fact, they don't even talk. And so, and look, he had they just got a bunch of money from uh, Colony Capital. Uh, Already, already getting some infusion of cash because I did read another article and I don't know if it was the same one that you read where they talked about how they'd been kind of hurting for cash. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been losing a little money. You know, the the big the big movies that they had the big windfalls on were a number of years ago now. Yeah, but they had I I still think they were doing. You know, there was every time you watch a series, it's the Weinstein Company. There got to be money coming in somewhere. And right? the guy, the guy's he's responsible for like three hundred Oscars. Right, three hundred. Pretty, pretty amazing. I mean, there's got to be, yeah, got to be money coming in. But anyway, I mean, if they're, if they're going to put that up for sale, might be a good price. Yeah, might be at this point. <laughs> yes. Might be. Uh, you got to change the name, but other you than are that, lying. be pretty good. Uh, all, right. all right, we'll talk all right. football coming up here in a second. Uh, more Pat all Gray right, unleashed. Okay. Coming up. Sorry. Uh, all right, we got to talk about. But first, we got to talk about your uh, your wax oh. situation. Yeah, because you you got I the did. I Wax did. RX system and you finally used it you, over the you weekend. You pointed your finger at me and told me I had to do it, so I finally did it. 
Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we got the pictures. No, we don't, making... we don't want to see pictures. Well, no, there's pictures of, no, of I me know. getting it done. Uh-huh. You can see, they'll put them up on the screen. There's pictures of me getting it done. My wife uh, mm-hmm. uh, helped me through the process. I will and, not look at the uh, screen. No, there's seriously, it's just, a, it's nothing bad. The really? old, there's only one thing uh-huh. that uh, <laughs> that helped make my ears soft and subtle, thanks mm-hmm. to the wax system. All right. Uh, the wax iron system <clears throat> was it did so were, you put the softening drops in put the softening drops it itched, in it broke down the earwax i put the uh, i waited you, 10 minutes then specifically uh engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently gently push in the cleansing pressure right and flushes it all out it flushes it all out you have the little flush cup there in mm-hmm. case something comes out and did <laughs> i'm sorry that's see that's what i i don't want to see that and well I'm I don't think anybody ticked. wants to see well, I'm that. I'm a little ticked because the little there were uh, this year, uh, both ears had a uh, little. What would it's called? A little hairball. Come on, oh, with, oh, with, you're going to make and, me vomit. And the, the so I sent the pictures in to mm-hmm. to put them on the show, mm-hmm. and they blur them out. Good. What? Okay, good. Are you kidding me? Good. No, I'm not kidding. No, nobody, they're just a little hairball of wax. Me. You could just yeah. Sit. Okay, thank you. Uh, go to use wax. <laughs> but I man, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. you can hear it worked absolutely worked big 100%. time. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was tremendous. Way better than the candles you've tried, or the I didn't. You weren't. I didn't have to Q-tip. burn my hair off with a candle. Right. No, I didn't right. have to ram any. You know the the two yeah. slides. Jam in. it in your eardrum, right. puncture it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> didn't do that. Okay, good. So go to usewaxrx.com. Use the promo code radio. You'll get free standard shipping. Usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray, unleashed the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. It is Pat Gray Unleashed, Triple Eight. 933-93. Nathan's been hanging in there. Nathan from Minnesota. Uh, welcome to the Blaze. Good afternoon. I still don't care how you guys are doing today. Okay, good. <laughs> I want to uh, make a comment. I mean, we care one. about you. Now. We, no, we don't really want to tell no. you either, frankly. Um, but go, go ahead. It's intrusive. Uh, Jeffy is fat, and I'm Francis. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Nathan. It was great to hear from you. We appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, so I'm Transylvanian. I don't like being portrayed as a pasty bloodsucker every year during wow. Halloween. I think it's wrong against my wow. people. Yes, your wow. your culture has been appropriated. It's just, I mean, that's it's unconscionable. It is. You shouldn't have to put up with that. Thank you, Nathan. You should not have to. Should not have to put up with that. We should also not have to put up with the football season we're currently oh, enduring. Boy, no kidding. So I watch your BYU Cougars on Saturday. Score the whopping ten points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they had some chances in that game. They did have some chances. I honestly However, thought that was their best game of the year. What? Yeah, I did. I mean, they they sucked all year. So, but that was the the best game they've played all year. They showed a few flashes of what of was potential. Expected? Yeah, of what was expected. Yeah, there was a couple. I will say like that a there really was a beautiful pass on the run. It was great by Tanner Mangum to a wide receiver for about forty yards. That was nice. And I think I've discovered. Yes, it was. And there was a couple of plays where good teams capitalized. They don't. yes, right. And uh, because they intercept the ball, take it all the way back, 
we get an interception in the end zone ticket all the way back to their 25. And if we score there, it's 14-7. Right. You're back different in it. game. We're back in Absolutely. And you've Instead, got the team on their heels. We fumble on the next play. Right. That's, I mean, that's, that's the kind of season. That's the kind of year. That's you the can. kind of guys. Now, before we move on to the next, the next game, I just want to so say So they're 1-6 I, I now. Happen, I happen to actually watch most of the BYU game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that maybe the problem is, is that Tanner's got that god-awful mustache. <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> hey, that thing needs to go. Your quarterback's mustache has got to go. It is it bad. Does not look it good. It is I'm bad. Sorry. I know. I mean, and he's a good-looking kid. He I, doesn't need that. I, I think maybe he, he likes it because it it's it's this big hairy thing. But get it off. Shave it off. <laughs> and it's the only kind of facial hair they can have at BYU. So. Oh, so he's pushing the limits of the. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, huh? I guess. See, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. So then uh, we move on to the University of Missouri uh, against uh, number I think four this week three Georgia. This is uh, uh, where your son played. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I'm still kind of trying to be a fan uh, since he doesn't, you know, he hasn't played there in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, new coaching staff, uh, new training system, and I'm still trying to be a fan. I like him. Let's go. Let's move on. And they on. got pummeled. I, pummeled. So, I, so I take I take my daughter to the park on Saturday afternoon, and so the game is at six thirty. So I'm trying to get back, but she's you know we're busy playing, so I'm going to miss some of the beginning of the game. And I I'm looking on my phone, keeping up, and it's seven seven fourteen to fourteen. And I'm like, we got to go. All right, this it's going to be a good game. It's fourteen to fourteen, mm-hmm. and my daughter says it's early. <laughs> and I was, yeah, it's the first quarter or second quarter. It was early. It was, it was no problem. And the next thing I know, I look down. It's like twenty-eight fourteen, mm-hmm. 35, 35 42, 50. 59, 56, 14. <laughs> it ended up what fifty-three to twenty-eight. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it. Yeah. So Missouri did score some more. They scored a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, they did good. against a really um, good team. But yeah, well, I mean, they scoring at, when they scored. Georgia had their eighth team in. <laughs> <laughs> that was just bad. It's a sad bad. season. And then the Packers lose. And Rogers, Aaron Rodgers yeah, out down. for the season. Is he? Is yeah. that the final of it? Yeah, he's out for the season. I should start watching NFL again. Triple eight Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray. This is kind of interesting. Uh, you know, some people in Hollywood coming forward to uh, defend their friend Harvey Weinstein. Is that a long list? Uh, Woody Allen feels sad for him. <laughs> this is the guy that married his daughter. A step. I mean, right, it was a His not even daughter. a stepdaughter. It was an adopted daughter, right? An adopted yeah. daughter. He's like eighty six. She's nineteen. It's a beautiful relationship. I don't think it was that much of a. Disparity. I think they're no, not quite. Uh, but they're still married, as far as I know, right? See, you can, so he can stop love. Jumping in there, supporting him. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah, age is just a number, anyway. Thank right? you. So Thank is a relationship, you. I guess. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, Mia Farrow's got to just hate him. So oh, bad. oh! Can you imagine? Can you? Oh, Oof. actually, I can. I've been uh, married a couple times. Yes, yes, you have, <laughs> and so yeah, you can actually imagine that. 
Also, the Colin Kaepernick thing is heated up a little bit. He's filed a grievance against the NFL saying that uh, he's they've been colluding against him. It's just pathetic. Come on, Colin. Shut up. Come on. Not, not once did he ever make an argument of, hey, I've really been practicing hard to get better at the NFL and play football. Please let me try again. It's all about they're keeping me down. Stop it. Right. And on top of which, then we have play. We also have players uh, saying they're going to quit if they're forced to stand for the anthem. See ya. Uh, bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Have a nice day. That's what I say. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Oh no, no, please stay. Are there not like twenty people behind you just ready to step absolutely. in and take your place? And on top of which. Uh, back and then, uh, yes, uh, absolutely. The NFL is not for long. I mean, that's the whole deal, right? I mean, that's the deal. You get, you don't want to get injured because goodbye. Mm-hmm. We love you. We love you when you can play for us. You do your job for us. When you can't, good luck. God bless. I mean, that's part of the deal, right? There's only there's very mm-hmm. few there's limited humans who have lasted long and been strong enough to become part of a franchise to where you think that they're part of that franchise forever, right? I mean, like, the Cowboys, it would be, in today's world, the Cowboys, Jason Witten, maybe, uh, he's a Cowboy forever, right? Mm-hmm. Been, his whole career, he's mm-hmm. been great. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame as a Cowboy. He'll be a Cowboy forever. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's very there's limited people like that. Um, other than that, have a nice day. We're sorry that you got injured. Uh, we wish you the best. Uh, good luck, God bless. See ya. Yeah. We're bringing in another player, um, uh, and then there's players that uh, are are not are kneeling and playing. This is what ticks me off about Colin Kaepernick. There are players that are kneeling and still playing in the NFL. Colin, oh yeah. Uh, so right. what's your deal? Uh, you can you can claim that they were colluding against you all you want. There's plenty of players kneeling and still playing. Yeah. So uh, what? Why? So that kind why of destroys that? your argument. It sure does. Why is that, Colin? It's interesting too because this whole kneeling thing has now spread to Germany nice. and the German soccer team. What? <laughs> what are you doing? They knelt. Stupid. Do, do they know? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess to their national anthem? Because they don't play America's national anthem in Germany. Only they should. What you, the, I mean, that is just bizarre. <laughs> it's so, a solidarity. It's moved across the Atlantic. Hertha Berlin's starting lineup linked arms, then took a knee before the Bundesliga match at home against Schalke 04. When Schalke 04 and Hertha Berlin get Get together. together. You throw out the record record books, man. Don't even think about it. It's a Donnybrook, if I could use that term. The game probably came down to a shootout. It I wouldn't be surprised, doesn't oh. it? Always. <laughs> and what's the final score? One nothing. I love soccer. Oh, it wouldn't be that big a blowout, would it? <laughs> so what are that they protesting? Tie. Are the Germans actually protesting police brutality in the United States? I guess. Do they know what no, in the they, world they're no. talking about? No. Here we go. No. What they're what they're talking about? Uh, uh, probably. And I didn't couldn't bring myself to actually read the story. I'm reading it and right I, now. It's so I apologize. Agonizing. But I'm guessing okay. what they're talking about is they just want to show solidarity with yeah. their sports brethren, uh-huh. and that look, we can we can still play and kneel and be against things if we want. It's our right. On Twitter, the club look. said, "Hertha BSC stands for tolerance and responsibility!" Exclamation oh, point. God. For a tolerant Berlin and open-minded world. 
now and forevermore. Wow, is that beautiful? Hertha <laughs> Berlin, that is, man. That's moving. <laughs> I I just yeah, I could break down and cry like a girl. <laughs> the club's announcer told fans in the audi- in, in in attendance, Berlin is color- colorful. Hertha BSC stands for diversity and against violence. There you go. They don't know what the hell they're talking no. about. <laughs> no. For this reason, we're joining forces with the protest of our fellow American athletes to take a stand against discrimination yep. for a tolerant Berlin, both now and forevermore. Ugh. A tolerant Berlin? <laughs> Wait, repeat that? As in Germany? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where the Nazi movement well, happened? Yeah, but I mean, Angela has definitely made Germany into a tolerance, hasn't she? I mean, they let anybody in. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's I mean, right. They Ang- have no Angela, border. That's right. Angela is like, you keep coming. Does this ruined it. and they reelected her, so I guess they're I good know. with it. Where does this end? It when doesn't. will the madness I don't think it does. stop? I think Keith is right; it doesn't. And I think and, and the, the NFL shot itself in the foot in the very beginning. And I, I, I hate to be the one saying I told you so, but I told you so. They needed to take a stand at the very beginning. Stop it, Colin. Mm-hmm. It's the you. You can't wear this jersey. You can't be kneeling during the national anthem. Period. Stop it! Yeah, but they tried to. They tried to be Germany mm-hmm. and try to make everybody. We all want to get along and be nice, and it's okay. Your friend, and then and by the it. way, may I point out, out of uh, Bertha Hertha Berlin's should be Bertha eleven Herlin. soccer players, one of them is a minority. That's not tolerant. One that doesn't well, seem diverse to me. That doesn't seem tolerant to me. It's as diverse as we can get it. Right? It's they're as white as any team in the world. Come on, it's pathetic. Jeez. But Bertha, I think you should stick with Bertha Herlin because that sounds like a stage Bertha name. Bertha Herlin. Let's go with Bertha it does Herlin. Sound, it does sound like a stage name. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, entering Bertha the stage, Bertha Herlin. Herlin. This is too much to tolerate. We shouldn't be asked to to tolerate this. Well, and look, the NFL is struggling with it, and I don't know that they're going to be able to back out of it now. I mean, right? I really don't. The, I I don't know what they do to to stop it. This. No, because I don't either. When when Trump lashed out and gave this thing new life, I know it was just this little kid reaction to another little kid. It sure was to an adult, or the you know who's telling him no, you can't do this, and you keep doing that now, and it's gonna just backfire. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, I'll give you that. The NFL at least was trying to keep it down low a little bit, and but it was uh, too late. Well, but I mean, then Trump threw threw another log on the oh, fire. Oh yeah, no, that thing was dying a natural death yeah. until that Sunday morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the with the with the Trump log on the fire, that actually started flaming. Yeah, again oh yeah, time. definitely. It he he does that. Stoked the fire. His for sure. his, his thumbs tend to do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's helpful being the leader of the free world and letting your thumbs babble for you throughout a weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you almost say that like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound sincere at all, did it? No, it Sorry, I'll work on that. No, it didn't, it didn't sound sincere at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, CNN says Trump is violating the First Amendment and should be removed. He's renouncing his, renouncing his oath of office. Is he this is? the NBC situation that they're talking about? Yeah, it is. It's the uh, and I, you know what? I tend to. Agree. I don't know that he should be relieved from office, but you should stop threatening the licenses of media outlets. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, 
Very well, he dangerous. Probably does, he probably does. He probably knows now, but at the time, he didn't probably know they didn't, didn't have a license. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. He didn't know. Absolutely not. That NBC. There's that all networks. No networks have licenses. There's not a chance he didn't know that. Guaranteed. Their individual stations <laughs> yeah. do, and you can threaten each individual station. But NBC as a as an as a network does not have a license. It's own entity. It's Look, a, he's, he's it's learning on the job, guys. He's learning as he goes. Well, see, that's what we loved about him. He's not a politician. Thank you. He's not part of the swamp. He's going to drain it. He's going to drain that swamp. All the people with all this knowledge, they need to go. This is what we love about him. He's innocent. He's he's ignorant to some of these things. Meanwhile, Jimmy Kimmel did say something over the weekend that I absolutely agree with. He's not the moral conscience of America. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for making that statement because I'm tired of hearing that he is. The moral conscience of late night talk show hosts, that's what he's been yeah. lately. Uh, <laughs> he probably, I, I, I would guess that that's almost a lie, that he <laughs> feels that way. That he I, thinks he is? Yeah. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, I think so. This is just a way out of getting, yeah, not getting criticized. He better be careful. Yeah. And he else. still came back around with criticizing, saying he didn't want to talk to anybody on the other side anyway. He, he's going right? to end so up. Like, he, he still told. He still told us to screw off. Like David yes. Letterman, you know, he better be careful that he doesn't walk too far down that line. Well, David Letterman just became an angry old man, right? Right. Yes. Uh, and it was so obvious yeah, that he was an took, angry old man. Yeah, it took such. It took a while. At least David was. I mean. He was funny in the 90s. Yeah, Mm -hmm. David was really funny. I had no problem with David Letterman. I I loved him. I thought he was by far the best late-night talk show host. I rooted for him against Jay Leno because Jay Leno seemed kind of lame to me. I know. And and Leno was hip. And Leno was, I mean, uh, Letterman was was hip and funny. A little bit edgy. And Jay Leno was the guy that was just, you know, for your grandparents. He was funny to you. He was Bob Hope funny. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and Bob Hope wasn't funny whoa, to me. Whoa, whoa. Are you <laughs> talking about the legend Bob Hope? I, the same guy, yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> it he took a turn. It was the Iraq War. I For specifically sure. remember watching that night. For sure going, it was. Whoa, whoa, pull it back. That was the first time that I noticed this. So. Yeah. And, and then he just kept going, too, because he didn't care. Because mm-hmm. his agenda was more important than pissing off his audience, which he did. And he was... Never the same again, and people went away in droves. Yeah, and he was third and fourth the rest of the time. Yeah, it's too bad. It's really too bad. And uh, I will say, he Jimmy hand, Kimmel he was in the his, same. Uh, yeah, he, I will say that one of my favorite things that he did, even during his uh, his bad times, was handling the uh, affairs with the intern. Uh, the way he handled that, and how uh, did he handle that? Uh, I don't yes, remember. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. <laughs> Good for me. Yeah, Have a nice right. day. That's right. That he had some secret room where he took him and all that. Yeah, just, he hey, didn't you know care what? about any you know of what? it. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, good for him. He's an amoral No, I know, but I'm just, I know, but I'm just saying that it worked. Yeah, it did work. It did work for him because, I mean, he pulled the Trump, right? Yeah. He pulled the Trump. It was like, yeah, you know so? what? I, so? Yeah. Yeah. Man. I'm the boss. Right. I'm the boss. and Yeah. She was 19. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag #TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network.
Matt Gray is here. Hi. Uh, you can tweet at us at Pat Unleashed uh, and use the hashtag TellPat. Uh, we've got wow. some more people tweeting at us who yeah. are saying things Let's like this. Here. Uh, Caitlin says, um, I think the mountain between us is just behind the scenes of Pat and Keith talking to Jeffy. Sorry. Isn't that funny? I see that's funny. Isn't that funny? That's a little bit funny. I, I, Come no, on I, now. That's no, a good I understood. One. Yeah, it's no. very funny, actually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Del yeah. Pat. That's great. Uh, that's Ro- great. Rocky Not Rocky uh, says, by hot nurse, uh-huh. Jeffy means a nurse that's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. You have to, you have to love that. <laughs> you have to love, you gotta it. love it. Okay. Am I right, Jeffy? You gotta love I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you what you said. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you call it says uh, the NFL and owners colluded against Kaepernick from employment. It was due to the fact that he stinks at playing quarterback. Yeah. Thank yes. you. That's your collusion, yeah. right? Yes. And and how many times are we going to have to talk about? Look, if you're an owner of a t- any business. And you bring someone in that's going to create more controversy, and they don't even do anything worthy for you. Why would you bring them in? Yeah, it you doesn't wouldn't. make any. It, you right, wouldn't. you just won't. And this is all reminiscent of uh, the big deal ten or fifteen years ago with the Dixie Chicks, where Clear Channel supposedly Clear Channel has <laughs> has mandated that no stations yeah. in their chain play the Dixie Chicks. They banned them from all play. No, they didn't. I mean, no, I they didn't. Such I, a lie. I, I don't recall ever seeing that mandate. but no. yeah, Because there was no mandate. That's why you didn't see it, because uh, there wasn't one. Uh, and we, at our country station, in our, you know, Clear Channel owned, what, eight stations in every market or so. This is all you could own. You, you, as many as you could own, they did. Yeah. Uh, especially at this time. And yeah. our country station, which was on the same floor as as our talk station in Houston, played the Dixie Chicks because there not was not after the mandate they did. Yes, after the mandate they did. They did. They decided they were going to play the Dixie Chicks, and they ignored <laughs> the Clear Channel mandate. Huh. Really, uh, I'm guessing nothing happens. That's and nothing there really wasn't right because there was no mandate. Just like Clear Channel mandated that we do the the rallies for America mm. all over the country. Wait, what? Remember when Glenn was doing them, and then we did yeah. some rallies for America uh, locally. Those were not mandated by Clear Channel. In fact, Clear Channel hated them. Yeah, they didn't want the liability. Uh, they didn't want to deal with the fallout. Uh, they didn't want something to potentially happen. And they they hated the fact that those were going on. And if you'll recall, at the time, if this was such this rah-rah, pro-Bush um, pep rally, then why did I specifically, at your behest, um, invite Representative Sheila Jackson Lee to come and attend and be a speaker there? Which, of course, she said, absolutely not. I'm not going to be there. And then, of course... And then showed up. Shows up at the last of minute and course. says, yeah, I'm speaking at this thing. I see a big yeah. crowd. Yeah. Of course. Course. And, you, the and there's no way her. to say no. No, right. Let her. I mean, there's well, no way she's in because you'll be accused of a- silencing her. She could, it, whether we she let has her a pass or not, you got to let her in. You got to let her park. You got to let her people in. <laughs> right. I mean, it's all agony. And we did, of course. She had her say. The crowd loved her. Yeah, oh, they did. My. I bet because there's, there's there's a lot to love there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There were like 20,000 people there, and uh, to a person, I think they booed her. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, she yep. was. I mean, nobody even let her get her say it. No, uh, she, she said it. Yeah. Oh, okay. She said it, and then they booed her. <laughs> that was that, wow. That was how she was greeted. <laughs> Rally for America, <laughs> Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, those were good yeah. times. Good that times. is good times. Good times. And you know what? You know, you talk about Colin Kaepernick and all these players kneeling during the national anthem. And last week they made the big round of uh, Whitney Houston singing the national anthem in Tampa for the Super Bowl. And mm. you mentioned the Iraq War got me thinking about it again. With uh, You said that's when David Letterman made his turn. Mm-hmm. I remember at the beginning of the Gulf War, uh, and that was the Super Bowl, and Whitney Houston sang this national anthem, and the entire yeah. world yeah. watched. <clears throat> and, I mean, it was amazing, right? And look how, I mean, look where we're at now. We're fighting over people kneeling during the song. Wow. I mean, the entire, well, yeah, and everybody ever, loved the anthem. Everybody loved was, her version of the every, anthem. Anthem. It was America. Radio stations mm-hmm. were playing her national anthem all over the country every morning. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was yeah. fascinating. Yeah, and then I mean, I, I watched it again, and it's tremendous. And but I was just was just reminded of how far we've come. I mean, I know we say that all the time, and I'm really kind of tired of saying it, but we've come a long way. And she's been gone since what 2010. When when did she? Oof. I mean, it's kind of weird. We've come a long way, even in all those people that are gone now. Right. 2012, February 2012. 2012. Really sad for uh, such a talented person. Very sad. Too bad she ever met Bobby Brown. That kind of started the downward slide, didn't it? That started her on that slippery slope. Uh, (laughs) 888-933-93. So funny. So, look, I mean... I'm just hanging out with you here today, but I mean, I could go at any time. I've got a show to finish up. So. You got a show to finish? What kind of I mean, show? I do you... appreciate you letting me hang out, but yeah, you know, I mean, there's the Netflix Manhunt show. Uh, it's a series on Netflix called Manhunt, and I, I, you know, I'm in the middle of it. What's and, it about? Uh, I'm ready to go. I got to go finish it up. Manhunt. I'm in the middle of binging Manhunt. Yeah. Uh, at work, you're going to go watch Manhunt. Oh, don't act like. So is that what you're doing in your, question, in your office Pat? all the time? Wait, at work you're going to watch TV? I didn't say that. <laughs> God, I mean, man. I, I thought, How long have you worked time, here, Pat? Time to go home. I have to record uh, Talking Fear, my podcast, uh, before. Oh, that's before right. I, but uh, wow, Manhunt, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. TV. It's a Netflix original. Uh, Spacey's even one of the executives. Oh, so it's producers. a true story about the Based on hunt true for... events. All right. Yeah. Based on true events. So, there's, so it's there's, been fictionalized a little bit. Uh, you know, to make it more entertaining. Like there's some, there's one scene with Janet Reno. That I thought, okay, because they she's talking to them, and uh, one of the things she says is, you know, my my choices at Waco will haunt me the rest of my life. Oh, there's no way she Whatever. said that. And I thought, no, oh, come, come on. on now, no, come no way. Now. So I'm just saying that I'm not giving it away because it's really good, and I really like it a lot. And I mean, I'm 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 I am itching to watch it all the way through. And I think that they're going to wrap it up. I think this is, and I, I don't know this for sure. I hope they don't. I don't. We want to be watching the Kaczynski story three seasons in. I want. Him, I want. I think Manhunt to be able to have each season be a new crime. That would be my thought. Oh, because it feels like they're going to wrap up this. This season is going to wrap up the and Kaczynski it's a Netflix original, right? Netflix original is called Manhunt. <clears throat> um, Chris Noth is in it. Sam Worthington, who is great, oh, who wow. I love. I mean, I love Sam, and he, he plays the uh, Officer Fitzgerald, the FBI agent who was instrumental in catching him, mm-hmm. catching and. Uh, 
it's just really good on how they got him, the inside track, how long it took, uh, what it took to get him. Uh, it's really fascinating. So if you have a chance to, well, I I was not aware of some of the things that uh, even close to that was going on with the Kaczynski stuff. So I mean, it's really good. Yeah, and who was it? It's the Yale professor, uh, David. Uh, uh, what's his name? That we deal with all the time. Uh, Glenn has him on the show quite a bit. Uh, Galertner, right? David Galertner oh, okay. was injured b- by the oh, one of the by the Unabomber. So we actually know somebody. Oh, that's great. Who was one of his victims, and he's been. I don't know that I do that. Yeah, he's been in the studio multiple times, hmm. and uh, oh, I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, that I do that. he's a, that's he's fascinating. actually. I think he's the lone conservative who's ever been to the <laughs> Yale campus. <laughs> Which I would love to. I mean, we, you know, I would love to be able to talk to him once I finish this manhunt. You about should watch the, it and talk to him about the series. Yes, because I'd like to see what what he remember. He might not. He might be the same way. You know that he doesn't yeah. know a lot of the yeah. inner workings. But the uh, it's, if you have an opportunity to watch it, it's really good and it's it's fascinating on how they how they ended up. I'm almost done. I mean, they have uh, they go back and forth between. Uh, Catching him and the investigation. Uh, the entire series is like 1997, and then you're back to 89 or whatever, oh, you know. Okay. So, uh, so they go back and forth. Yeah, and it's, it's just, I, I, I love the way Sometimes they do Sometimes it's that. hard to follow, it's not. but this isn't. It is not. And it's, it's uh, <laughs> I, so I, they've already, I think I have one, maybe two episodes to go. So it's got, they, it feels like they're going to wrap it up. It's really impressive uh, what Netflix has done with their orig- original sure programming. Is. I, you know, when you think about how Netflix began, it was just basically blockbuster video through the mail. <laughs> That's all it was. Which I was okay with, by Which the I, way. I loved that <laughs> right part yes. of them. Yes. Okay, so I don't have to go to the store. I can I can order it, and in like a Comes day or right two, it'll be right home. here. I like that. I can keep it for as long as I want. Then I mail it back, and then you just send me more. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. All of a sudden, it's on the internet. And now, yep. oh my gosh! Snap I can your just, fingers. I mean, I can when, go to the internet and just download it. Yeah. Yes, when, please. Yes. When Carrie and I and now this binge watch yeah. twenty four to catch up on that, we had to wait until that episode <clears throat> was available at the video store. We'd have to go back, yeah. get on the list, and then yeah, not anymore, man. <laughs> I mean, it is amazing. It's fascinating how fast technology changes, isn't it? And how fast it destroyed blockbuster video, Hollywood video. Every video store. Is there a single video store in America anymore? Uh, yes. Family video? Family yeah. video. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Yeah, those. yeah, because there's a couple of them in, this, the in our neck of the woods. How the survive? I don't know. And every time I go by them, there's uh, there's two that I go by from time to time, uh, yeah. two separate ones. And every time I go by them, I think, I got to stop in survive? there. I got to yeah. stop in there it's, to see. It's just like. And I never do. It's a time warp. I, I've been in there several oh, okay. times. It's a time warp, and I guarantee you somewhere there's a huge warehouse where all of these blockbuster videos that used to sit on store shelves are probably just collecting dust waiting for someone to start that kind of business. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, And a lot of what they had on in, on hand, if you remember it, are VHS tapes. Yeah. I mean, you, I wouldn't even have anything to play those on today. <laughs> I've seen a VHS recorder well, I for a long time. I can't even find an alarm time. clock in my house, little I'm, I know. VHS tape. I know. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
Matt Gray returns mm-hmm. on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, so I've got to lead with my mistakes. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher sitting in with Pat Gray. Whoa. Um, yeah, I know. Really? I know. Are I you sure that this is well, a mistake? You know, this is what, this what you? we do here on the Blaze. Mm-hmm. I know. Apparently, I was reminded in the break that apparently uh, Manhunt mm-hmm. uh, that I'm watching on Netflix. Uh, you know, when it says at the beginning of every show, this is Discovery Channel original, <laughs> means that it's not a Netflix original. Right. I know. Yeah, a lot of Weird. people would understand that. Weird. But apparently you did, I did. not. I did. So. <laughs> so it's a Discovery show yes. that Netflix is playing. Yes. And I'm watching right. it on Netflix. I, it's, I mean, it's, I so don't we care have who to, created we have to it. Take, it's really good. We have to take back everything we said about Netflix then because it's. They don't have they're worthless. Know what they're they're doing. virtually I have worthless. No idea what they're doing. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> immediately following the show, we're going to do a uh, Facebook Live presentation of Spoons, our first Spoons nice. episode in a uh, couple of months now. I'm looking for. Yeah, it's been a while. So that, I'm definitely it, looking forward be to fun. that. Apparently, it's snacks from Asia. Which what? That's not very promising. <laughs> no, what? No. Somebody brought back snacks from Asia. That's the best they can do in two months. I guess. I guess. <laughs> what? We'll, see. we'll see how that works out. Because if this is from the same person that brought us snacks from another country, uh, like the United Kingdom, oh my do you gosh. remember those that week? It was not Vegemite. It was something like that, though. Megamite or, or my, something might. Oh. And it was one of the worst. It was oh. the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh, we almost we almost vomited, yes. all of us. It yes. was so nasty. And so hopefully, Ugh. I mean, it's going to be tough to beat that, but it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So that's going to take place what, tomorrow. Tomorrow, right after uh, right, right after this show. Right after nice. uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, we'll go to you go to Facebook and uh, we'll give you all the details on how to get there and all that. Um, in the meantime, just to recap some of the things uh, that have been going on today and that we found out over the weekend, there's a, there's a, a fifth woman now who is claiming Harvey Weinstein raped her. This thing is getting more and more ugly for him every day because. What is it? 31 women now have come forward. Uh, five of them say he raped her. The rest of them say sexual abuse, sexual harassment. I'll bet it's in the hundreds of people. I bet it is, too. And plus, he had. we find out that it was in his contract that if he was sued or, uh, uh, I forget the wording, but he had to pay for it. If, they, if someone had sued him for molesting Has that them. been confirmed? I think it has. I thought so. I, if it hasn't, then uh, I read that too. But I, I, I'm not positive that that's that absolutely real? confirmed. Okay, I, I think it's speculated on, and they asked Bob Weinstein about it, his brother, and he wouldn't comment on that. So it Ooh. sounds like it's true to me. That does sound like it's true. Yeah, but uh, then you know, even if it okay, let's, but Hollywood knew about this. Everybody. Knew. Oh my gosh! Everybody knew, and and uh, Hillary Clinton knew. Would be my guess. She. She claims she had no idea. Never even heard a rumor. Oh, uh, I've never even God. heard that alleged. I've never even heard a peep about what? that. What? Are you kidding me? Harvey Weinstein's a douchebag? What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, she was a little busy with her own. Well, yeah, uh, that is so true. It's possible that uh, she overlooked Harvey, but doubtful. Doubt, very doubtful. Very doubtful. And she claims that he only contributed $16,000. Now, personally, what? that's possible personally, but he bundled millions. Had to be tens of millions for her. He was a huge fundraiser for her. Oh, my gosh. Huge fundraiser. 
That could not. And be for her to for, to claim it was just sixteen thousand, but that's what she says she's going to pay him back because apparently that's what came out of his pocket. <laughs> sixteen thousand. Oh, sixteen thousand dollars to Harvey Weinstein. Oh, it's going to be a big deal to him soon. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's going to be a real big deal to him very soon. When he goes up the river for a good long stretch, that's going to be a really big deal. I mean, they kicked him then. out of the uh, the acting arts play, right? The, oh, they the, kicked the, him out of the academy already. Yeah. Kicked him out of the uh, Britain, the European one already. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to make it so, I mean, I don't know if he's going to have any place to hide. And he's is he in? It seemed like he took off and went to. Europe. I thought so, yeah. And they and somebody France, was speculating right? that he might just stay there because he's pulling a Roman Polanski type of escape oh, from the United States, so that he doesn't have to be held no, accountable. No, that's here. where the best uh, rehab places are. Oh, is that what that was? Well, okay. Trying to get better. What are you talking about? <laughs> stay there? To, are you uh, are no. you saying that he would stay there to elude the law? Uh, that's yes. I oh was my insinuating. god! That was Nothing my could be farther from the truth. He's trying to get better. Okay. Well, well, that's really comforting then, because we all want him to be better. Thank you, thank you. I mean, the wife left, right? The wife's pulled up roots. To, I mean, it. That's. A, I mean, because she knew it's. She knew the whole time. It's tough not to feel a little bit sorry for the guy. I don't feel a bit sorry but for him. But he's such a bad guy. Such a bad guy. Uh, also, over the weekend, Austria elected a 31-year-old kid, hmm. 31 years old. Uh, to lead the country. The youngest leader in uh, the world now is this Sebastian Kurz. He was on uh, potentially in a coalition with the far right after its best result in almost 20 years in Austria. He is uh, part of the conservative party, People's Party. He won 31.7% of the vote, followed by Chancellor Christian Kern's Social Democrats at 26.9%. Uh, he's a good-looking kid. Would you he, stop calling this 31-year-old man a kid? Well, I mean, stop to it. me, I, I've got a son older than this. Wow. Stop it. <laughs> you know, I was impressed that the L.A. Rams coach was 31, but wow, this guy runs a country now. Congrats, dude. <laughs> what? But he's, you know, he's part of the millennial generation. He's uh, uh, He's got no experience. He. It's eh. just kind of interesting. How everybody's gravitating toward these yeah. young guys like Macron, uh, what's his face, Trudeau in Canada. I should run again. Uh, I, uh, well, that's you ran before. Antithetical to everything we're talking about. <laughs> 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 it's the exact opposite of everything what? we're saying. Oh, we're saying he's saying. young. Yeah. He's good looking. I know. That's why I'm thinking. <laughs> I wish I should run again. He's not tainted with all this. You know. Look, everybody's got history. Filth. Everybody's got. History. Everybody's got history. Not this kid, apparently. Uh, if he does have a history uh, that is worth looking into, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of interesting because in Europe, boy, they're really, they're they're really looking for people who have not been enmeshed in all of the politics right. before, it's just been, like we did with Trump. There you go. So corrupt for so long. Man. Except they're not going with game show hosts; they're going with other people. <laughs> <laughs> What's his background? Do we know? I mean. I don't even know what he did before. Oh. I honestly, isn't this he the just party? came out of the blue, and I haven't paid any attention until the yeah, election. What party is it, though? I don't. I think the party is a not a good party, right? It's the well, they said it's the far right conservative yeah. people's party. Yeah, oh, and I think that. Was, but I don't know what that means in Europe. I think that means uh, Nazi. <laughs> 
I, you might be right, dude. You might be right. Yeah, I think that's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. It's so the, good luck, God bless. It's oh. OEVP, and it, and they said it's the Conservative People's Party. Now that and the and the problem there is conservative in Europe is not Correct. conservative in America. What they're talking about usually with the with the far right is fascism, which is not on the far right in the United States, even though the the Democrats would have you believe it is. Uh, but to form a government, they say he'll have to enter a coalition with one of the other parties. And uh, so he'll probably uh, do that with the former with the former leader. Uh, but he says, we're waiting for the final result. If the president tasks me with forming a government, I will seek talks with all parties. I want change, and that requires partners. Uh, another option for him would be a grand coalition. But after 10 acrimonious years governing together, ended by Kurz in May, this is seen as less likely. So again, kind of interesting that uh, the Europe is going to this youth trend. And in a lot of cases, they're going to a radical youth trend. Some of these people are um, communists. Some of them are fascists. And when they're millennials... Uh, and millennials don't understand how bad fascism can be because they haven't seen it in their lifetime. They don't understand this stuff. It's kind of frightening. Uh, so I... I think the leaders do. I mean, I think the leaders see that. Yes. Right? I mean, yes. I, I, but but I the millennial the, generation does not. The, the people following them yes. don't realize it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. But the, the, absolute, the, the people that are running for those offices, they damn well know how bad it is. Because they're going to be the ones in charge. They're looking forward to it. This guy's party, the Austrian People's Party, it says it's conservative, and for most of its existence, the People's Party has explicitly defined itself as Catholic and anti-socialist. Wow. Huh. Well, that doesn't sound like that. So they're not fascist. Uh-huh. They're not Nazis. I don't know. I mean, it, I'm not seeing that yet. Well, okay. You know, in Austria, probably not, because in Austria and Germany, right. I think the Nazi party's uh, forbidden, right? Isn't it banned? You're banned to be a Nazi in Germany probably. and Austria. Yeah, probably. Because they, they, it seems like they had some issues with that at one time. Am I right on that, or is, is that not, with, <laughs> am I thinking of the wrong group with, of people? With Nazis in Austria and Germany, you know, like where... Adolf Hitler the same came countries? from <laughs> Germany, yeah. Germany, yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany, Austria, Austria, and a guy came from Austria to Germany, mm-hmm. took over the country, and uh, and yeah, it seemed like he was a what? national socialist. What are you talking about? Seems like that <laughs> didn't go exactly the way people had hoped. No, it did not. <laughs> so didn't go as he, as he hoped either. In the end, so no, not thankfully. in the end. Not in the end. Although he made his escape, they think now. That he did not die, as the Russians said I, he did. I, and they just lent credence to that conspiracy sure theory that he wound up in Argentina. You know what? Google Father Crespi and get back to me. C-R-E-S-P-I. What? <laughs> Why? What is That's that? That's the conspiracy theory, that he escaped to South America where he posed as a Catholic priest until he died in the 90s. Did he shave his stupid little mustache so nobody could tell it was him? Oh, this would be a dead giveaway, right? So, well, you don't see him when you're in confession anyway, so. Was he, <laughs> was he actually, he was Father Crespi? There's Father Crespi right there. See, there's a picture of Father Crespi. You uh, see him? And Here. that's supposed to be Adolf Hitler? Yeah, I have really? not looked that's into really this in probably 15 years or so, but I remember some like 
artifacts that were stolen or something that I, I don't know. You'd have to go back and look, but they they basically connected the dots on uh, artifacts um, that that were high up in the uh, Nazi uh, regime that somehow the Father Crespi had. Yeah, it ended up over there. Very strange. Yeah, it's interesting. That's very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh. you know, because with this Russian thing. Them saying that, yeah, he, we, we didn't, didn't kill really him. kill him. That we didn't, that we didn't have him. That wasn't him. It kind of lends credence yeah, sure to does. some of these weird conspiracy theories. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up in a sec. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network, and you can listen anywhere. Download the free app for your iPhone or iPad now at theblaze.com slash radio. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yep. Here, I'll say it again. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Thank you. That's great. Uh, nicely done. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So we're, we're talking about the conspiracy uh, theory of uh, Father Crespi. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I don't know how we ended up there, but it's because uh, we were in the middle of a conversation. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, some, about... and someone said, "Google Father Crespi." Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's how. <laughs> Uh, was Father Crespi Hitler strange, unexplained mysteries? This in is coast to coast. 1982, Father Crespi died at the age of 90. More than 2,000 people attended his funeral, which was marked uh, with ceremony of a regal king. Hmm. Wow. And this is in what country? Uh, Argentina, where he was apparently living very near JFK, who also. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> And Elvis. I, I mean, don't forget Elvis. Elvis was there, too. <laughs> Elvis didn't stay there for uh, long, though. The three of them would have dinner parties Elvis once in a while. Elvis moved back to Graceland. Yeah, oh, did, did he? To be the... Oh, yeah, he was the groundskeeper. Yeah, that's correct. Don't even mess with me with a lot of people. A lot of people point to Elvis's gravestone, though, which apparently his name, his middle name is misspelled. Yeah. And he was... Uh, he was superstitious. And so they're saying, well, it makes sense that it's misspelled because he wouldn't... It's, he wouldn't be under there. He wouldn't be under there. Right. And he wouldn't want his actual name there because he wasn't really there. Correct. <laughs> don't matter. Don't. I got to look into the Father Crespi uh-huh. thing, though. <laughs> well, look at this, man. Uh, there's going to be some good information in there that's going to make you believe yeah. that he was Hitler, especially after the Russian details, which come to light. Right. And you're going you're gonna to end up walking down, you know, this is coast to coast AM. And you're going to believe it. Yes, you're going to really find some weird things. But yeah. we've heard about weird things before, like this, for instance. Um, think of this. Think of this. I was told by a genetic engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. About a project they were on in England. I said I never told the story on air because it's so Too fantastical. 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 Mm-hmm. Fantastical. Oh, fantastical. <laughs> They had in tanks people with gills and their little babies, and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. Gulping. You see a turtle at the zoo, and it wants out, and you feel for it. No, actually, that, I've never 
No. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen a turtle swimming around in a zoo, you know, kind of clawing at the at the window saying, hey, let me out. Gulping? I've never seen it. Was it gulping, though? N- or gulping, no. Oh, no. I got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, we are screwed, people. I mean, do you understand that? I do. I, I do. I do understand that. Yes. Uh, but there's more. I mean, there's what? so much more than that. And in major about. prestigious reports, uh, government studies, studies find that shrimp are just swimming right up to birds and being eaten. Being eaten. They're overconfident. They've had their <laughs> governors removed. Okay. They've had their compulsions uh, removed. They've had their fear level. And this is what the studies, when they approved Prozac in 81, had shown. That's why it's now on the drug insert. That, oh, yeah, most of the time you're going to be having a great time. It's a hallucinogen. It's in mm-hmm. a psychotropic uh, category. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. some days, if you get category. angry... Or you, you don't angry. take the right amount of the medication, or you try to go off of it, right. or you mix it with other things. Mm-hmm. You will break and go in and kill 20 people at a school, or you'll chop your baby's arms off, or you'll you put your kids all in there. That happened to me three times last week. You just chopped my baby's arms say, off. Hey, eat me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't done that yet, but chopping arms off of the babies. I so it's not just, shrimp I, aside I that's stop. actually happening. It's mm-hmm. just that the shrimp think that they're going to go up and kick the bird's ass. <laughs> On the beach. Yeah, it's not really suicide. Right. They're just overconfident. Right. They think they can take the bird. Come on, bring but it. But they can't. Bring it. No, they can't. That's a band name waiting to happen right <laughs> the there. Birds, overconfident the birds are shrimp. sitting there going, come up a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat them until you can see the whites of their, uh, you know, uh, uh, do they have eyes? Oh. I don't know. I don't. Car seats, chain mm. them in and drive them off a cliff. Mm. In every oh case, God. in every case, they've always been on it. Mm-hmm. Have they? Mm-hmm. And I've talked to Have so they? many police. They say they'll pull up it to a call, and there'll be a beautiful naked woman. Beautiful in one naked. case, a cop told me about cutting yeah. herself with butcher knives on the roof. On the roof, and she'll just jump off. So there's a beautiful oh woman who's naked on the roof, and she's cutting herself, and then she just jumps off. The roof breaking her legs. Breaks her legs. She's on Prozac so. or a ser- She's on Prozac. Serotonin reuptake. And Serotonin reuptake. And they found the same thing with shrimp. Same thing with shrimp. Who's prescribing the shrimp uh, Prozac? Who's giving Prozac to shrimp? Why are these people uh, messing with shrimp in that way? I, are you trying to be funny? No. No, I'm just wondering. You're trying to be funny. You know that it's it's because they're living in water that's being polluted with our waste. Oh, God, our Prozac waste? Yes. Okay. All right. Shrimp will just come up and start attacking crabs when the crabs are just going to eat them. Or they will... <laughs> <laughs> they will just come up to the surface and not be afraid. Right. Mm. Their inhibitions have been taken away. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hate to see it. And it goes on. A uh, study shows that drug it. traces in our waste. Uh, here's the National uh, it Geographic. Here it is. Prozac pollution making shrimp reckless. <laughs> <laughs> Prozac pollution making yeah. shrimp reckless. Yeah. I missed that headline. Uh how did we miss that? And lose their inhibitions. Don't forget they're wow. Dancing. Oh yeah, that's what's making them. Oh well, showing some skin. They're, they're badass they're, shrimp. Yeah, they're essentially <laughs> yeah. drunk with Prozac. Antidepressants key ingredient mm. is flushed into coastal waters. Study says. Yeah. Well, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Houston. Houston. Six million people. Metro. More like seven. You got upwards of fifteen percent on Prozac. Most of it's passed through the body. Mm-hmm. You got all those other towns. Yeah. Yeah. All the major. Water supplies end up from the entire company dumping out in the Gulf of Mexico or on the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean. They don't go through out of these rivers of... and estuaries. Mm-hmm. And you've got 
the shrimp, and that's what the studies have found. They're, they're just full of it. Um, are, I'm pretty sure we're not flushing our waste no, we are. into the Gulf that's what of I was Mexico. Say. We, it may end up there, but don't. I mean, we, I mean all is this 1856? It's not, it's not the English estuary to London. <laughs> I mean, there may have been a point in the 1800s where all of our waste wound up and in... Before. And but before. Now, no. But not no. now. No. Come on. No. One then there's on all the drugs and chemicals. Right. Pulls and fluoride and pesticides that are also oh, running fluoride. into the right. water. Right, right, right. And the shrimp... And the shrimp... Uh, there's it, also reports about the feminization of fish and frogs. Oh, Large yes. percentages of them... Uh, are bisexual or they have both sexual organs. Exactly what's happening. Uh, and remember, Thank we're you. drinking this water too. Time. We're not remember. just taking these drugs, we're drinking oh, it as well. I'm so we're doing together. this to shrimp we're getting and to frogs yep. and to fish and to alligators yeah, uh, that are turning into hermaphrodites. hermaphrodites. What is it doing to you? Frogs. Well, we, we, we see all of these same symptoms in humans. We see but it. this is done by design. We do. By design. By and design. AP did a study two we years ago it. finding they found levels of serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Yeah. Prozac is you know the main brand name of one of the variants. Yeah. At levels many times higher than should be there many from simple times. runoff from sewage. Okay. They're adding it to the water. They're and I have Fox News clips on promoting purpose. Prozac in the water and statins promoting and lithium. Really? So hey, adding them? We need to put more Prozac and lithium in water supplies. I missed that report on Fox News. I don't well. have a listen, I don't I didn't get enough uh, reuptake inhibitors <laughs> to uh, dilute the water over here today. <laughs> already doing Stop it. it. Okay. <laughs> They're already doing it. There's so, no happy ending for shrimp exposed to mood booster Prozac. No, no. Remnants of antidepressant oh, no. drugs flush into waterways worldwide are altering shrimp behavior and making them easier prey, experts say. To mimic no. conditions in the wild, scientists expose the estuary-dwelling shrimp to the antidepressant uh, florextine. You have, to be, you have to be impressed by how concerned he is with the shrimp's well-being, though, right? No, it's not just Because don't we wind up eating them ourselves anyway? I mean, does it matter whether a bird eats them or we eat them? They're just going to be eaten by well, someone. Yeah, it matters. Does it? Yeah. A, we're losing food because the birds are eating them. Okay. They're, 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 all right, so we're losing food. Now, we may end up eating the birds, but right. be a while. Right, right yeah. And uh -huh. if we do eat them, then we're getting, we're also, we're getting like a triple dose of the reuptake oh, inhibitors. Wow. Right? I mean, oh, we're getting, we're wow. getting, what we're, we're getting taking, it from the shrimp. We're getting from the doctor. Getting that it from, from our own prescription. Bird, from ourselves. Uh, yes. We're getting it from the drinking water. Then we're getting it from our food. Yeah. I mean, we are reuptake inhibitored out. People wow. wonder why we're all identifying as women now. Thank you. There you have it. Thank we you. We just cracked the code. There you go. That's <laughs> I mean, why we're all hermaphrodites. That sounds pretty fantastical to me. <laughs> but it's you know, that's just me. That's just me. Huh? That's just me. I'm gonna go uh, put on some lace. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be all over this situation tomorrow, and uh, also the Al Gore situation, where he's finding fish swimming in the streets of Miami. It's gonna be a uh, a parody song done by Al himself. We'll debut that nice. uh, tomorrow right here. That's exciting. On Pat Gray Unleashed. See you then. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.